There was an idea to gather together three friends of exceptional mind. The one who read so much manga at beggar belief, the one with incisive wit and unfathomable rage, and the one willing to steer the ship and make it all happen. So began the Trash Manga Friends. Since then, we've covered 49 series across 49 episodes, but one thing has rapidly become apparent. Our boy Phil loves Isekai. Nine of the episodes we've covered are straight Isekai, and another five close enough that they might as well be. That's over a quarter of everything we've done. And so now, as we hit our half-century milestone, there was realistically only one choice. The catalyst for pretty much every Isekai and Isekai-adjacent series we've covered on this show. The Isekai Goat. So prepare yourselves for a super special 50th episode. At that time, I started a podcast to read Trash Banger with my friends, and actually most of them were trash, but some of them weren't. A.K.A. The Trash Manga Friends Podcast Kiss and Fly, episode 50. My daughter left the nest and returned a trash manga. You know her drill by now. This is the show where three people discuss two volumes of one trash manga. We've dissected the good like Apothecary Diaries and Solo Leveling, the bad like Pooper and Gakko in Alice, and the trash like Redo of Heather and Minamoto's Story. But now we ascend to a whole new tier of trash manga for our big 5 0. I am your forever host, Anna Sean Reborn, joined by Rafa the Lich Mike and Phil of Thorns. How are you both? I- I'm fine, surprisingly. But just from a brief chat we had before we started recording this, I think Phil wants to fucking die. <laughs> fucking do and all. Yeah. <laughs> 50, we made it, champs. <laughs> <laughs> It's like I, I'm I'm remarkably okay. I've just come off of an illness. I've read what we read this week, sort of online. And... Don't give it away. I haven't said it yet. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we read what we read this week, and I'm we remarkably say at the fine. End of last episode. Shh. <laughs> I mean, does it not say it in the podcast the title? title? <laughs> <laughs> like, oh my god, spoilers everywhere these days. <laughs> And I'm, I'm like, I read it and I'm like, okay, yeah, we're reviewing this, fine. Bill, on the other hand, started this conversation. <laughs> it is, it's a remarkable juxtaposition to normal. Oh, it's brilliant, Mike. The discussions about this started ages back, because I had to essentially coach Phil into doing this at some point, because <laughs> he really didn't want to read Sword Art Online. He really didn't want to consume this again. To, to be clear... I have never consumed this. <laughs> <laughs> you sounded like you were talking about this grotesque pile of flesh or something. Yes. Like I've never consumed this, whatever this monstrosity baked is. Yeah. I, I have standards, Mike. <laughs> As this doubt. podcast has established, <laughs> I have standards. At doubt. And this doubt. does not meet those standards. That's just how... Awful it is. <laughs> Doesn't meet Phil's under-exacting standards. <laughs> exactly. Goes to show how bad it is, Mike. <laughs> oh my god. Let's get on with it. No, no, it's 50. You gotta save at the moment. Make it. <laughs> oh, I assure you, the moment has been long savored already. Like, this is probably my favorite episode we've done so far, just because of Phil's <laughs> reaction. <laughs> Oh, yeah, I was going to say, I was going to ask any highlights, but apparently it's this episode for Mike. Oh, I'm, I'm having a ball. <laughs> this is great. <laughs> for ages we've wondered how do we break him, and here the answer was here all along. It was staring us right in the face. <laughs> <laughs> Who'd have thought it'd be so easy? Right. 
Well, in that case, are we ready to dive into our 50th episode spectacular? Sure. <laughs> why the fuck not? At this point, why not? So, as has already been spoiled by everyone at some point, we are covering Sword Art Online, specifically Sword Art Online Eingrad. Uh, I believe in Japanese it is just also called Sword Art Online. This is an isekai slash action manga. Vihi Eingrad arc in particular ran from August 2010 to April 2012 and for two, ran for two volumes. But bear in mind, Sword Art Online, like some other mangas like um, Higarashi and Durarara, kind of very much distinguish themselves arc to arc to arc. So I'm pretty sure the manga is still ongoing in whatever Sword Art Online arc is ongoing at the moment. The light novel version has been ongoing since April 2009, 26 volumes currently. Uh, there was an originally a web novel version that ran from 2002 to 2008, which, uh, as I discovered, surprisingly, means that Sword Art Online started about the same time as Dot Hack, which is another prominent video game-based isekai, or sorry, isekai that revolves around video games. It is the better games. version of this story. Oh, I disagree. <laughs> but that's because they're different. Dot Hack isn't you die in the game, you die for real. It is. That, that is the whole premise of it. People are trapped in the game and are dying. Oh my god, spoilers, I've never read Dot Hack. Read? What? Played, I don't know. <laughs> all, all, of the above, point. All, all of the above for Dot Hack. There you uh, go. The like, story, even... You've got to watch the anime, play the game, read the manga, play yeah. the other game, watch the rest of the anime. I, I've never listened to or smelled it. There you go. I haven't felt <laughs> it either. I've not experienced Dot Hack. I mean, and speaking of, if you, because I, you, at this point, always go through like the spin offs and everything. So, brace yourselves. If you want the full Sword Art Online experience, here we go. Sword Art Online Eincrad, Sword Art Online Fairy Dance, Sword Art Online Phantom Bullet, Sword Art Online Muller's Rosario, Sword Art Online Calibra, Sword Art Online Project Alkalization, Sword Art Online Re Eincrad, Sword Art Online Side Story, Sword Art Online Progressive, Sword Art Online Girls Up, Sword Art Online Celeste No Yose, Sword Art Online SS Calibra SS Hat, Sword Art Online Material Edition, Sword Art Online DJ Lisbeth Edition, Sword Art Online DJ Silica Edition, Sword Art Online DJ Pino Edition, who the fuck's Pina? Getty Japan, Sword Art Online Ordinal Scale, Sword Art Star Symbol Online, Sword Art Online Alternative Gun Gale Online, Sword Art Online Hollow Realization, Sword Art Online Alternative Clover's Regret, Sword Art Online Kirito no Eincrad Knight, Sword Art Online Eden Kibauhan, Sword Art Online Integral Factor Prolo Comic, Sword Art Online Kirito no Gun Gale Wars. And that's just the mangas. Yeah, that's just the mangas. Yeah. And there might, there might, well, there might, one of those might be a novel, but you know. I gotta say, you gotta put in like a little applause soundtrack there in the edit because that was, that was impressive. <laughs> that was a lot. <laughs> Usually I type this out. What I did here was I just took a print screen of the page on Mal. <laughs> yeah, fair. You don't have time to devote yourself to that. <laughs> exactly. But uh, back, back to this specific, so back to specifically the Sword Art Online Eincrad manga. Yeah, we're, we're doing the OG. The OG, written by Reki Kawahara, who is the writer behind Sword Art Online, and also did Excel World and The Isolator for proof that you can get it right sometimes. And the art is by Tamako Nakamura. As far as I could see, this was the only thing. These two volumes are the only thing they did. Shocking. The only thing they've done. I, I don't believe it. <laughs> but uh, yeah, as far as I could see, uh, so it was other artists, because it seems that Sword Art Online manga kind of doesn't rotate artists, but only has them in for a few arcs at a time, as far as I could tell. So um, they, they didn't do any more Sword Art Online after this. If you do want to purchase anything Sword Art Online in book format, then go to Yen Press. I believe they have the rights for everything and anything. So probably 80% of that list I've just gone through is published by them if you want to go down that path. 
And there is an anime version. There's been three seasons over the years, all done by A1 Pictures, plus, you know, films, OVAs, over a dozen video games. The anime, of course, Catalyst was the catalyst for the Isekai boom, as we've now seen, but we'll get to that another time. The light novels have sold over 26 million units, making it the third, third best-selling light novel series of all time. It's the number one ranked light novel series of the past decade. And there's even a live-action version being made by Netflix. That one's actually new to me, what? They, yeah, they bought the rights to it. Uh, to be fair, this was a while back at this point, but uh, Netflix had the rights to a live-action sort of online. Netflix has the live-action rights to fucking everything. Yes. Sure, it's more just, I was unaware there was a live-action sword art online in the works. Oh, man, is that going to be your preferred method of viewing it? You know what? Can't be worse than this. I don't know. I've seen I've seen the, the Death Note Netflix adaptation. Hey, maybe we'll do that for an April Fool's down the line. Come back to sword art online and be like, here's the live-action version. I mean, they return to it so often. Why not? <laughs> And in spite of all of the variations of this, it's still shit. <laughs> uh, now, now we get to the real fun bit. Do, do, who wants to have a go at the premise of Sword Art Online? Or do we want to work together to describe the majesty of Sword Art Online? Honestly, I think the premise is pretty great. So, premise is fine. I don't think anyone can argue with the premise of it. The, the premise is why this is a franchise. Concept alone, I think it's brilliant, actually. <laughs> like, I really do. Like, we, we talk about just this whole series has, like, infected our lives. So we end up, like, just chatting about it every now and again. So it's been successful in that regard, I suppose. And, like, everything we can always agree on when we talk about this is, like, yeah, like, this, this thing has so much potential going for it. Like, so much potential. It is a world where, a, uh, where a, they create a fully immersive VR to the point where they completely disable your body in the real world and your mind is completely fully dove into this sensory world so you can feel everything see taste touch etc etc and like it, it's really impressive shit this all happens in the uh the far off date of may 2022 oh baby look forward to that in like a month or two i didn't pick up on that oh no yeah, I, I didn't pick up on the may part I picked up on the 2022 part yep, <laughs> May 2022, so look forward to sort of online in a couple of months. I think they said the Nerve Gear, the actual hardware, came out in 2022. I don't know about the MMO. In fairness, we are getting there. Like, we're not far off a Sword Art Online style game. The Nerve Gear, so like the hardware, the actual helmet, was in May 2022. They say Sword Art Online comes out for this thing in November 2022. So, you know, that huge immersive world was presumably developed in eight months apparently if i recall correctly isn't it the same company that makes i was gonna those? say is, something yeah. that they established pretty early on was that it's the same company that produced the hardware that made the mmo yeah so you know at the very least they'd have like a in-works dev kit i guess so I, I would assume it was something they were working on simultaneously side by side kind of but yes, it's still still pretty quick turnaround, don't get me wrong. As someone who is tangentially connected to the games industry, that's a bit of a turnaround. But yeah, okay, sure, they made it. It's really not the biggest flaw of this whole thing. Let's just mention no, it and move no, on. really not. <laughs> and then they go through the beta testing and what have you, and they release it, and people play it, and hey, they're having fun. This is a, a huge fantasy world with no magic in it whatsoever. It's all down to your... Your physical movements and your sword skills. 
So that's pretty cool. It's set in this world called Aincrad. There's a hundred floors. They get harder as you go up. Each one of them, each floor has uh, has a boss, and you got to work together to get through it. Standard MMO type stuff. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. Yeah, with like a sort of a levels style mechanic. Yeah, level instead of areas. Yeah, yeah. It's a really simple core premise that's easy to explain to people. Yeah, and it's it's great, and it even is a little unique with the whole they focus on. There's no magic here, so it's, it's yeah, all that's... swords. Yeah, that's... except for when it's not swords. When it's but... like spears and hammers and stuff. Yeah. And yeah, shield details, and... details. But it's all swords, aren't it? All swords, all sword skills. And however, on day one of the official launch, everyone's logged in. About ten thousand people have logged in, which feels low to me, but okay. I think it's because it's specifically limited to ten thousand. Oh, okay, fair enough. And they also have to buy the headset. Yeah. They do, yeah. Like I'm just saying though, like more than ten thousand people have the HTC Vive, and that thing's fucking expensive. Yeah, I, so... I think it's more just they limited the launch to ten thousand. Sure, sure. Or only ten thousand people can log in, or something to that effect. It's not literally worst MMO ever. Only ten thousand <laughs> people playing on launch. It's really expensive, man. <laughs> but yeah, um, so ten thousand people, and all of a sudden, through a plot point, I'm guessing we'll get into soon. They all get trapped in here, and they are informed that. If they die in the game, they die for real. And the only way they can escape the game is by completing all 100 floors. And that's pretty much the premise of the thing. And that, as a core premise, masterpiece. Like, Actually great, yeah. There's a reason why so many people were on board with Sword Art Online when it first started. Yeah, like, I read, like, the, the premise of this thing and, like, the first chapter or two. And honestly, it seems like it has so much potential. Oh no, the first first couple of chapters are trash. I mean, yes. I do mean like if you just read the premise rather than actually reading the manga. You you read the blurb and you're like, yeah, yeah exactly, that's, yeah. That's yeah. Especially now, like with obviously a knowledge of a decade or more of um other isekais, which are like, oh, he's he's coming to this world and he's the strong, he's the guy who throws a dart mm. at the board and it happens to be right, or he's the strongest insert class here. That all sounds absolute gibberish, but uh, this one is like, oh no, that's I can see a story there. Yeah, I mean, especially because you can see all of those tropes somewhat originated from Sword Art Online, because this is also revolving around the eponymous main character of Kirito. Kirito, capital G, gamer. <laughs> yeah, the best gamer ever. Kirito, not his real name, but might as well be, because it's all anyone ever calls him. Even when they go back to the real world, it's, yeah, like, hey, Kirito. Part, yeah, <laughs> they, they refer to each other by Kirito, and like, his actual name is like Kigawa or something. Kazuto Kiragaya. Yeah, yeah, irrelevant. He's Kirito. He's Kirito, yeah. Like, whenever you watch, like, reviews or whatever online, they always refer to him as Kirito, because... It's because, to be fair, I'm pretty sure... Like, my extent of Sword Art Online is this manga and the first season of the anime. He spends precious little time in the real world in those media. Which is good, I think. (laughs) If the whole point of it is supposed to be about the game... It's like looking at the, the humans in the monster movie. Like, I don't care about this bit. Get back to the monsters. Yeah, yeah. but the point is more, it's just like, yeah, you're not going to hear his real name often because it's not relevant. Yeah. And so, yeah, like, premise alone, great. I don't even mind the game, like, revolving around capital G Gamer Kirito because I, I don't mind it. I mean, at the very least, it does give him a reason for being good at it, because they're like, yeah, he was in the beta test of like a thousand players, <sighs> so it makes sense that he can get a head start on people, because he knows yeah, the base sure. mechanics. 
I, I have we, problems. We even see him right teaching there. someone else, and it's like, yeah, okay, I'm down with that. <laughs> What's your problems with him being in the beta test? Well, no problem with him being in the beta test. That's fine. Sure, sure. But it's established pretty early on that beta test lasted two months, was open to a thousand people, and apparently Kirito was one of them. We eventually find out. Which I could point out is a shit beta test, but go on. Yeah, yes. Well, yeah. <laughs> like, server load alone, you need more than a thousand people. Well, they're not really testing server load if there's only going to be 10k people in the experiment. You <laughs> still want to test up to 10,000. Up to 10k, yeah. Like, in some way, you, you would have some sort of stress test, but I'm not going to get into the many, many problematic technical limitations. <laughs> yeah, you just got to shrug the technicalities off a bit. Like, it, Sort of, it, it's it's impossible. But putting that aside, it's it's not impossible, but we're not there yet. No, I sorry. When I'm saying the game is, I'm not saying the game is impossible. I'm saying the premise is. There are many technological solutions that could be explored and easily solve this problem. But putting that to the side, so we find out Kirito's a beta test, but it's established pretty early on that. SAO is a really hard game because apparently in the two months these 1,000 beta tests played it, they only cleared like three floors or something. Yeah, it's like a really low number. I want to say it's like 15 or something. They do say it's only like a handful of floors. They don't put a specific number on it, but it's implied probably single digits. Yeah, like not a lot is the point. Not a lot. So I can understand Kirito having an advantage early on. But for some reason, everyone's like, no, he's got an advantage all the way up to present day. <laughs> Two years yeah. later, when we're on floor 70, whatever. Yeah, like, like no, no. no one's figured this shit out <laughs> in the whole time it's they've like, been in here. No, guys, like, as soon as you hit double digits, probably any advantage is gone. They've had a little bit more playtime than you, but they have never seen any flaws. Like, if it was a race, then yeah, they would have an advantage throughout. But it's not a race, clearly. It's an endurance, so... And also the fact that there's a very clear difference going on when, you know, there's a base test, which presumably they were allowed to log out of at some point. <laughs> yes. And they didn't die once and get booted. It wasn't on hardcore difficulty. Like, yeah. So I don't think Kirito has any particular advantage. Like A little bit of knowledge, maybe, but that's very quickly irrelevant. Yes. Like, a surprising amount of this manga is very quickly irrelevant. Because apparently that's a big plot... I say plot point, not really a plot point. A thing in the story, shall yeah, we say. Yeah, this is so the like, beta oh, thing, he's isn't a, it? He's a beta, which is a yeah. combination of a beta tester and a cheater, because the beta tests cheater because they were in the beta test. Yeah, this is God a derogatory term. Yeah. Like, guys, you're at level 70. They have no fucking advantage over you at this nah, point. I get, I get why the discrimination's there, especially when it's your life's on the line. Of course you're going to blame people who had prior knowledge. I, I think the idea, while it's never expressly said, the idea is that these people are like hoarding knowledge for themselves because it's implied that there's like a lot of unique items and stuff in this game. So, yes, the beaters trying to survive, they'll just hoard that knowledge and get all the good shit for themselves. But again... So irrelevant after the first two floors, yeah. again. Like, because they, they make a point of saying that this game is beatable. That's the whole premise of this thing. So it's not going to require that everyone has, like, these special unique weapons or whatever to do it, because then it wouldn't be beatable. 
So yeah, like yeah, they've got nice shit, but if they want the game to function, they're not gonna hoard it all. Why would they? Mm. I, it's stupid. It is stupid, but it's honestly a minor point. Yeah, like, look, look, I have I have no particular problem with the idea of like the discrimination against the beta testers. It's just it seems so incredibly daft when it's so incredibly irrelevant and actually has no purpose in the plot at all. Yeah, it's one of many things in this that are given a surprising amount of panel time, but ends up being completely irrelevant. But like, cooking is very important. <laughs> they do spend entire chapters devoted to the cooking skill. To be fair, I think that was less to defend it on this particular instance. All right. It was less to do with the cooking skills specifically. It was more about the relationship between Kirito and Asuna. Sure. Which, let's be real, is the whole point of this fucking manga. <laughs> For some reason, yes. Well, no, because no, they cut out the glopping chapter, so what's the point? The, the what <laughs> chapter, sorry? The, the unofficial glopping chapter the author wrote. You know. Glopping. They banged. <laughs> oh. That, all right. That, that's the one I've not heard. <laughs> glopping. That, right. that, I think that's because that's the messy. sound effect he uses. <laughs> oh, right. Oh. That sounds messy. <laughs> Just gonna go ahead and tell you, if it's if the sound it's making is glop, then you're doing something <laughs> freaky or you're cleaning up afterwards. But you know, it's it's an MMO, so maybe they didn't program that sound effect in. So it's just <laughs> yeah, I like to make their own. <laughs> say I like that. There's the fact that there was this whole conversation between Kirito and Asuna. It's like, can we fuck? Is that a thing we can do in this MMO? Yeah, and then they give some sort of brief lip service to we can turn off ethics mode or something, which is yes. like, oh no, don't do that. <laughs> don't, no, no, don't do that. Which is especially fucked up, because you find out later on that they were like 14 when they started playing this. It's like, ah, oh, don't turn off the 14-year-old ethics. For context, the manga starts, chapter one. Mm -hmm. We have Kirito and Asuna doing some stuff, and it's like, yeah! And it's like, smash cut back to like six months ago. It's like, alright. Then you get a couple of... It takes about seven chapters to get back to where it started. Yeah. I was gonna say. Uh, but it's like, you get alright, yeah, so uh, you can't log out, die in the game, die for real. Uh, and then it's like, smash cut to two years later. It's like, what? 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 It's what? floor one, two, skip a few, 74, 75. No, no, they didn't even explore one or two. It was just have have fun with SAO, and then it's like, it's been two years since this game has started, and it's like, what what happened to anything? Like, they established there's a hundred floors, and you gotta, like, fight your way through them, and I'm like, okay, you could actually make, like, an entire arc out of every floor of this place. You, you could, yeah. Legitimately, you could, if you wanted a full-blown story. You, you could, could do it like a, you could do it like a series where they, like, every step is, like, a hundred chapters, <laughs> couldn't you, Phil? We'll, we'll, we'll get <laughs> to that one. We'll get to that one. <laughs> But then they go like, and two years have passed, and loads of people are dead, and we're on like we're on floor, floor 74. 70 something. We have like yeah. 26 floors left or something. It's like, but what? Do you know why they do that, Mike? Why do they do that? Because that's what the light novel does. I mean, yeah, this is another <laughs> thing I was mentioning before we started recording. I suspect the reason why this is written the way it is is because it's remarkably accurate to the light novel. Because I've heard, I haven't read it, but I've heard the light novel is first draft garbage <laughs> like well, no way i was saying this before we started so I, I was curious like how how many volumes does the light novel take color 
the SAO arc, and it's two volumes, but then you read the synopsis of those two volumes. And the first volume is like, yeah, SAO's a thing, blah, blah, blah. It's like, all right, yeah, yeah. And volume two is, this is a collection of short stories. And it's like, oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> you could actually do that, though. Like, you could actually have just like 10,000 people are trapped in here. Several thousand of them die immediately. Now we're going to talk about how these people handle life in this virtual world where the rules yeah, are drastically you could, different. But the point is, it just feels like it's just, it sets up this premise and then it's just like, we're, we're just doing nothing with it. Just skips to the end, yeah. Like, it, it really does feel like they may as well have just made this, rather than making this Isekai S whatever, just be like, here is a fantasy series. Here are two people that meet and fall in love. This is their story because that's essentially what this is. They cut out so much of this, of like the natural progression of this plot that you would obviously see that this could, this is like borderline could be easily be a one shot. Easily. Yeah. Like, because it, they set up this genuinely really cool premise and then immediately go about ignoring the premise. And then when they do get back to it, everything happens off panel. It's like, and then we won. Next floor. What? <laughs> oh. I mean, so to use an example that um, if you've consumed SAO before, you might be well. Um, so there's a character in SAO called Yui, who is some <laughs> nonsense code abomination child <laughs> of Kirito and Asuna. But yeah, what, whatever. It, but it's not really relevant to this because she's only here for like a page or two. So enough to be like, who the fuck are you? Like, if you've only read the manga version, you won't know who she is. You'll have no clue, and then she's gone. And no, you're like, what the fuck Sean, is that? It's not, here she is, and then she's gone. She's already gone. We're introducing her after the fact. Because they're like, man, I miss Yui, and we're just here like, who the fuck's Yui? Yeah. I cannot imagine, because we're all coming into this with prior knowledge of SAO. I believe all of us have watched the anime before. Yes. Yes. I cannot imagine, if you hadn't watched that, how half of this makes sense. And this came first. Yeah, exactly. Because so much of this is like, ah, oh, well, Yui's been and done, and you're like, what? like who? Yeah, if you hadn't seen the, anything else, it's all that. You'd be like, what are you Another talking thing about? Thing as well is so obviously we're only looking at arc one here. Uh, yeah, I'm the only yeah. serviceable one. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but the thing is, Yui just serves no purpose in that. Absolutely. And the thing is, obviously, we've all watched the anime. We know she has some relevance in the second arc. Doubt, go on. Sure, I'm I'm using relevance air quotes. She has non-zero relevance in the second arc. She she is present, is the point. Sure, sure. Whereas in SAO, she's just not. And it's like, well, why is she even here? Like, if you were reading this manga, you'd be like, why are we even mentioning this? This is, it, it serves no purpose what's literally whatsoever they're like i miss you and it's like oh don't worry we downloaded her data to our nerve gear so when we get back to the real world we can do something with that which never comes up ever like legit this thing is so sans plot that if this was the only thing you'd read like you hadn't read the light novel and you hadn't seen any of the anime afterwards or any of the other adaptations if that's all you'd read you'd be like why the fuck did this thing become a thing yeah, yeah. It, it's so there's not nothing happens especially like, and nothing towards the premise happens it tries to focus on this weird relationship between asuna and kirito the two like main protagonists i guess but they don't even do that well 
Everything happens no, off panel. Kind of really weird as well because it's like they get fucking married off panel. That's one that threw me. <laughs> oh, just them, them getting fucking married. Just it's like we're oh. gonna take some time off to get married. Oh, that's sweet. Actual romance and not will they won't no. they nonsense. Yeah. No. Oh, I fucking dumb. Past that. Okay. Fucking dumb. Oh, I'm sorry. Marriage is dumb. Got it. No, I have no problem with marriage as a cult. <laughs> well, what they did was they met, and then at first sight, they were like, we're going to get married. The way it's paced and presented, it might as well be. <laughs> like, yeah, that's the thing. The way it's just presented in this, it's just so much worse than Fly Me to the Moon was. Because they don't, they flash back to their first meeting way, like, towards the end of it. Fuck it. Oh, that's another fucking thing this thing does, where it just, like, it'll reference something, and then right towards the end, this, they're like, we should probably flash back and give that context. Cause they oh, reference- yeah, this happened. Yeah, because they referenced several times. I can't remember her name, but um, again, I, the, she's the, in the anime. There's like the an episode girl. early on where they're like, he yeah. was in another guild and they all died. And they referenced that numerous times without actually giving you any fucking context for what happened. No, yeah, he's just like, no, I can't let someone else die again. You just see a girl and you're like, all right. Who, who's that? <laughs> uh, can, what? Can we, who, who's he let die? Who's that? New phone? Who this? <laughs> And then finally he's like, no, Asuno, if we're getting married, I need to tell you my backstory. <laughs> you don't know my age. You don't know my real name. <laughs> you, you know basically nothing about me, but I'm going to tell you my backstory within well, this no, game. No, Mike, they know each other's real appearance because of the magical mirror that makes everyone... That, that is a thing, yes. But... But you know the the creator is a nice guy. Like he'll show you, he'll dox your real appearance, but not your real name. That would be too far. <laughs> yeah, like I, I kind of appreciate. Like I think it's part of like actually a good part of the premise where early, very early on, they give everybody a mirror and into their inventory, and they're like, "Why do we have this?" And they look in it and they realize, "Oh wait, everyone looks like their actual real life appearance." So, and that's I think that's meant to be used to be like, "There's nowhere to hide. This is real," kind of thing. Yeah. Sure. But it ends up being largely irrelevant. It it is it's completely irrelevant. Yeah, like it, it's meant for like a single moment of shock value, and then we just this no, is just like what life it's is very now. important because we've got to hammer home that as soon as a girl playing video games, she oh is a girl God. gamer, and she's a really good girl gamer. Still worse than Kirito, of course. But besides that, the problem is we're told she's good. We get a little little glimpse of it, but she just call. She's fast. That's it. Yeah, that, that's all we get. That she is fast. Yeah. Which presumably other people could be as well. Because that's Kirito's whole gimmick. The whole point is he's got the extra unique skill, dual wield. He does. Which we find out is only given to one person. It's the person with the fastest reaction speed. So Kirito's the fastest. I know. Let's get the most powerful person in the game. Give him the most powerful person in the game and give him a bigger advantage. Yay. <laughs> that also just brings up my other fucking gripe with this is just. <laughs> You've only got one more. Wow. Uh, no, I said... Well, yeah. <laughs> this point in particular, yes. <laughs> this point in particular, yeah. It's the fact that, like, at one point, Kirito and Asuna are exploring just the two of them. It's like, yeah, okay, whatever. They're not doing anything dangerous. Then, like, fuck it, let's go fight this boss. All right, that's a bit dangerous. <laughs> it's a bit much. That's a bit cavalier all of a sudden. <laughs> <laughs> and then there's, there's a thing where Kirito's like, oh, I need 10 seconds. And it's like, yeah, all right. And then he pulls out another sword, so he reveals his jewel in us. Why the fuck are you not just doing that from the start? <laughs> yeah, why is it a secret? <laughs> why, why, yeah, why keep it a secret? What is the benefit to keeping it a secret? Nothing. I think it's because he's trying to live a... I, it's stupid, don't get me wrong, but I think it's because he's trying to live a quieter life and doesn't really want the hassle of people going, that's the jewel wheel guy, get him! 
Man, if only, you know, it was established that the second you leave town, there's basically fuck all people about. I didn't say it was a good thing. I'm just saying that I think is the reason why. It's also just pointless. Dual wheel from the get-go. It's also, it was established that this guy is, um, has, it, there's issues with this character, but they do establish that one of the things is he doesn't want people to die, like anyone else to die. It's like, he doesn't want anyone else to be killed. He, like, he realizes, he's one of the few people that, like, fully internalizes the fact that this is permanent. And why would you hide something which would then easily be used to save other people? Like, in that one scene where he's like, I need ten seconds to pull out my other sword. Like, how many people died in that scene? Like, why would he not have just started with that? In that one, no one by the time Kirito's there. I'm pretty sure that's, like, the one with the, 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 the skeletal boss, which, like, killed a bunch of the... No. That's Army the dude. next four. The the, right, the well. one where he first whips it out is seventy four. <laughs> whips it out. But yeah, it's um I don't know, like I think the other implication is that up until now he's been strong enough to be everything with one sword. So hasn't well, needed I don't know if he's necessarily that, but he, the implication is he is a well, it's not even an implication, we're outright told he is a solo player. He doesn't group up generally speaking. Which is also stupid. It is also stupid. Like, imagine clearing all of those dungeons and raids and whatnot. But in it your... ties into his traumatic backstory, right? Like... <laughs> in, in your Final Fantasy XIVs or your World of Warcrafts or whatever. Just imagine not grouping up. This brings up another issue of mine. Like, so we established dying the game, dying real life. Mm -hmm. Why the fuck are they not just massively over-leveling for every fucking boss? <laughs> yeah. Why don't they do the South Park thing of going to the forest and killing yeah. boars? Yeah, literally. <laughs> just... Grind until you're getting 1 XP off of the highest level mob you can find before the boss. Because, yeah, it'll be tedious. Then take on but... the boss in a group, and then all of a sudden... Fucking one-shot it, yeah, there you yeah. go. <laughs> Do that every floor. Sure, it might take you a while. You're not gonna fucking die. <laughs> I mean, in fairness, we're not really taught how the experience mechanic works, really, other than just kill things, get XP. We're not, this is true, but I also... And to be fair, I'm glad it doesn't, because I hate it's yes. guys that get so bogged down with, like, let's go through a hundred world mechanics. Honestly, in this, I would rather have that than what we got. Well, there's a happy medium <laughs> that this doesn't achieve. Apart from, like, one page where it's like, oh, we better tell you all the, the lore of the world. So here's a page with notes on, like, the Nerve Gear and SAO and the company. Sorry, two pages and the company. Because it was fucking agonizing to read those two <laughs> oh, I did. I didn't read that page on my second. When I was noting it up for my second read through, I went, "Yep, that's all irrelevant." I just skipped the page. It is, yeah, it's pretty irrelevant. Yeah, they have a VR headset. Done. Moving on. VR headset that paralyzes their body in real life. Cool. That's all you read. <laughs> can give the electromagnetically destroy their brain. Yeah, let's, let's talk how about did that this. get past humanitarian standards and sales? No idea. <laughs> let's let's talk about this. So the way this thing works is it paralyzes your body in real life, so you don't accidentally run into walls and stuff, which yeah, that's a thing in real life. I could, in this fictional world, sure, I'll buy that. After all the notifications where you boot up your Wii and it's like, please don't destroy those things in your house. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So like, no, I get it. And then, so the way it pipes this game straight into your brain is by small electromagnetic waves that something, something brain waves. But basically it, it stimulates the parts of your brain responsible for the sensory stimulation. Sure, okay. And then they say, when you die in the game, the nerve gear fries your brain using those electromagnetic waves. Yes, and super strong electromagnetic pulse or whatever. Okay, um, first of all, why? 
Second of all... Oh, Mike. Oh, Mike. <laughs> and we'll get to that. We'll get to oh. the point. But, like, oh. they establish quite early on that it's like that they shouldn't be able to do that. And so, like, how did this get you know, past consumer protection? That because they're like, hang on, wouldn't that require, like, a huge amount of power? And then one guy's like, oh, yeah, but, like, a third of the nerve gear is a battery. Yeah, but that's, like, a backup battery. You still need to be plugged into the mains or something. Well, uh, being, Mike, they're in the game for two fucking years. They're already plugged into the mains. Exactly. That's what, that's well, what they, I'm saying. They, they do, like, like, do an offhand bit of, like, yeah, if you're unplugged for X time, then you die. Bye-bye. No, it's, it's not even that. It's just if you're unplugged, I think, they say you die. They do give you some leeway because of, you know, One exception is, like, right at the start where he's like, yeah, you're all about to get moved to the hospital. Yeah, he does say that. Like, this is a well-known thing in the real world. And to be fair, we we never get the real-world reaction. This does commit to the Isekai bit, I guess. Well, this thing, like, I, I like that aspect of it. It's like, so they actually say, wait, how will we know what's going on in the real world? And it's like, you won't. It's like, great, cool, I, I would... That's great. And then, you know, when they finally escape, you can find out what's happened, except we don't. <laughs> we don't. In fairness, we don't because this ends at the point this, this where... This ends, yes. Okay, up. sure, but... Uh, <laughs> yeah. Okay, so back to the microwaving to people. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> sure. How, how did no one notice this? How did no one notice that this thing is capable of literally microwaving your brain? Because shut up, Mike. Like no, like uh, the amount of <laughs> the amount of like consumer protection shit that you got to go through to like get a new food on the market. You're fucking altering people's brains. That's like medical grade technology right there. How the fuck did this not go through so much testing? Because you're not right. Like, how did no one at any point go? Hang on a minute. We've microwaved a rat by accident. <laughs> <laughs> like, what? how did no one so see the, that? The, the only thing I can think is we're told early on both the Nerve Gear and Sword Art Online are made by the same company and very specifically the same person. Mm -hmm. So all I can imagine is for the same reason that the ability to prevent people from logging out has somehow happened. Because you can sure as shit be certain there'd be some way to stop that outside of whatever process you're running uh, in the real world is the fact that he put in some sort of sneaky, sneaky backdoor turn off the hardware's don't fry the person's brain limiter or something. It just requires you to make a lot of leaps in logic. It, it is, I agree, because as I say, the whole premise is flawed in the prospect that, like, as you say, there's all this consumer protection, and I sure as shit guarantee if you had a device which paralyzed someone until they hit a logout button in whatever software you're running, there would be some other massive fail-safe way of saying, oh shit, something's gone wrong, let me out. Yeah, like, it doesn't even have to be nefarious, like, software crashes. Yeah. Like, how would there not be just like, how... How would there not just be a, a method of removing someone in the real world that didn't involve them getting microwaved? Yeah. <laughs> the, the other thing for me is even on top of that as well, because they're in there for two years. Because mm -hmm. this would have been a massive scandal in the real world. So how did yeah. that not get... You know, how did no one figure out a way on top of that to you know fix that from the outside in? Even if you go with like 
the most extreme. Like this guy is like the best at all at cybersecurity, and he's the best hacker, and he's he can make all the viruses that would just delete everyone if anyone tried to get into it. Even then, the the no. one thing I will say on that point is he is the guy who created the hardware, came up with all the science and everything. So I can understand perhaps he's the leading researcher in the field. Yeah, like no one would perhaps have the same expertise as him. They wouldn't be able to say, well, if we just do this, then everyone will be fine because you fuck that up, you suddenly kill 10,000 people. But yeah, two years. <laughs> yeah, it, it's again, it, we're not really given any context over anything in the real life. We don't know what's going on. Maybe people have been researching it. Maybe they've come up with all sorts of things, but it's like, oh no, we can't do that. There's this, this thing in the code that means if we try and do this, then everyone's brain gets fried again. And in fairness, we also, in fairness, sorry, not in fairness, wrong term, but we also don't know what um, Akayaba himself, the creator of it, whether he's actually be able to log out and do shit in the outside world to make sure this keeps going. We haven't. Uh, this is something we haven't mentioned. So the creator, Kayaba Akihiko, he's actually in the game as a character called Heathcliff, who is a leader of like the biggest guild in the game at this point, two years later. And in fairness, I like that. As a sure, it's great. Yeah. I, I like that. It's just, surely, if he was logging off, someone would notice, hey, he keeps disappearing every so often. Or something. Or... He's offline on my friends list. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> I took it as he trapped himself in the game. As yeah, well. I, I assumed he, he just stuck himself in the game. But then there's a lot, lot of issues here because... Uh, or the uh, it's I think they mention at one point that he's like trapped in the game, but he essentially has admin privileges. Yes, because he cheats. He cheats. Yeah, yes. it comes up in like yeah. So at one point in the story, it's him versus Kirito, and it's like a big event because oh my god, it's unique skill versus unique skill. And to be clear, they don't know it's Akiba at this point. They don't know, and I don't even really know what I think his unique skill is. He can attack with a shield. Oh yeah, this thing is like oh yeah, he's the only other unique skill holder he was the first one as far as we were until kirito came yes with his dual wield but then it's like yeah he's got a unique skill it's like all right what is it and it's like yeah he's got a unique skill it's like guys but what is it i say i think it's you can attack with your shield but that's a really it's, dumb unique skill it's called holy sword yeah that's about all we get <laughs> yeah that's what we get it's holy sword but basically they fight out. Kirito goes for the um, the weird nonsense mechanic in duels where if you're fast enough to do something or other, you win by default. And is about to win, and then we get what is the mangaka's attempt at showing cheating by everything going very pixelated. The, the, the art really does not help anything in this. Yeah, I get what they were going for, but it really doesn't help here because it just goes pixelated. Shield magically moves and defends it. I read that and I was like, I don't, I don't understand what Kirito is like. So weirded out about, and it's not until like a few chapters later, when you have the confrontation where he's like, "Wait a minute, you're Kaiba," and he's like, "Oh no, how how did you figure it out?" He's like, "Well, you see, when we had that duel, you moved too fast." No, Phil, it's better. How did you figure it out? Well, you kind of look like a god looking down on people, I guess. But also, you know, <laughs> there was that time you blatantly cheated, but mainly the god thing. <laughs> Like, and he cheated in front of, like, an arena full of people. <laughs> the other issue I've got there is he's like, you move too fast there. And it's like, how, how can you say he's moved too fast there, Kirito? You're quite literally moving about as fast. 
But Kirito knows he's got the fastest reactions in the game by that point because he's been told. So therefore, no, if someone moves faster than that point because Kaya has already admitted to it. Because <laughs> Kirito is like, wait, you're Kaya. There's no fucking reason for Kirito to know he's the fastest player. Also, this is like right after or right before, right around the same time that he says, you're too fast. And then he does a 27 hit combo yes. in a second. Just like, what? <laughs> Oh, he dodged all 27 hits. What? Also, there's apparently no cancel ability in this game because he does the combo and immediately goes, I fucked up, but the, the, why would the cancel? Uh, I think the point was because Kyab has created the game, of course he knows how all 27 strikes land so he can just parry and then immediately hit Kirito afterwards. Whereas cancelling, he could cancel out at some point, presumably any one of those 27, and distance and not get hit because there's this awkward in between of like it's all real so you're sort like so say alice skyward sword if you play that zelda your swings are like that but also you're doing specific actions to trigger a skill that will then sort of take control it it's a weird like because i neither option really either you're attacking fully freely or your body's being manipulated to do certain skills yeah it it's not like, don't get me wrong, it's not like a massive detractor or anything, but it's just weird to think about when you sit it down. It doesn't commit to, like, yeah. anything, really. But this this thing is, across the whole thing, it's crazy non-commit. This doesn't commit, yeah. I was going to say, like, with only two volumes and 12 chapters, and which one of them is relevant, then, as in, like, it's literally just a nonsense bonus chapter, then, yeah. This doesn't have time to commit to anything. <laughs> We're talking about the, the showdown with Cabio, wherever his name was. Heathcliff and it's like we're talking about that that is the final showdown like literally the story ends a chapter later and this happens on floor 76 they don't even fucking go to floor 100 75, 75 sorry to be fair the re- and I, I like this reason mm. the reason is because after Kirito's like wait you're Kaiba and Kaiba's like yeah I am haha <laughs> you got me well no, no, to be fair Kirito's like I think he's the bad guy Better kill him just to make sure. <laughs> better, better try and stab him. Lunges at him, at which point the game's like, you attacked an immortal object. It's like, oh, fair, oh. I, I love the fact he's just having that, Kirito's just having like that little inner monologue where he's like, I'm going to try this. And if I'm wrong, I'm just going to get fucking murdered. <laughs> he does do oh, that. But don't, don't let me forget. There's a point there, but don't let me forget that. I'll come back to that in a minute. Oh, well, no, go on. ahead, because that was my point. Oh, no, because I was tangenting away from Heathcliff. So. Oh, right. Well, it's just, this happens at, like, floor 75. They don't even go to floor 100. And the logic is, I was going to get be the final boss of this game, but you found out now, so I guess we could just sell this here and now. Uh, no. Yeah, well, no, more specifically, he gives Kirito a chance to settle here and now. Yeah, we're going to one-on-one fight, and we're going to lower both of our health, so yeah, that's we're done. one hit from death. It's a one-on-one fight, but we're going to make it a so one-hit kill, so it's not really, like, an actual fight. It's more just hit the guy fucking stupid is what it is no no what's stupid is the conclusion of that fight mike i'm just i'm just pointing out that the no, thing what, doesn't what's stupid is this manga like, <laughs> sure but how, how this fight goes down is so they're fighting kirito overcommits to a combo which essentially gives heathcliff the, the chance tw- to 27 slash in a second yeah yeah so heathcliff's like well now i've got you essentially asana who for the record has been admin tier paralyzed so could yeah. not move moves and blocks the attack, killed. She's out. 
then Kirito's like, woe is me, my love of my life is dead. Oh, no. Uh, to be honest, the part that fucking gets me about that... Ugh. Right before they start this fight, after Asin has been paralysed, Kirito's like, oh, Kaiba, I just want you to make me one promise. If I lose, prevent Asuna from killing herself. And Kaiba's like, yeah, sure, whatever. And then Kirito, after he, after Asuna dies, is like, oh my god, how stupid could I have been to ask Kaiba to not let her kill herself? This is what she would have felt like, and I just want to fucking die. <laughs> it's like, ugh. So then he gets run through with the sword as well, and it's like, oh shit, they're both dead. And then what Kirito does is he goes, you know, just because the game said I'm dead, that's <laughs> I don't I don't need that. that's just a game. Screw that. Dabs Kavzia in the fucking thing. Yeah. Janky hack, so, mate. <laughs> right. It's, it's so dumb. It's so dumb. Yeah. <laughs> this is stupid, and I'm not defending it because it is fucking dumb. It's fucking dumb. Oh my god. But the explanation I've heard from people who have far more investment in the series than me <laughs> is and Sean you'll be somewhat familiar with this because you've watched Excel World Yes. is there's a concept called the incarnate system which it works different between the two series and I don't know the exact differences but basically it's a load of bullshit which basically says this person believes really fucking hard that they can do a thing so they do a thing I mean, that's one way of looking at it, but Excel World was also many years after this was written. It, it was, but Excel World actually also properly introduces it. The thing is, Sword Art Online doesn't introduce it, at least not here, but it's sort of implied later on that people are like, oh, that's clearly what happened in Sword Art Online with Asuna and Kirito. Uh, and it's like, don't get me wrong, I would have no problem with that, but we are not ever introduced to that concept. We're just shown some bullshit. But it would also be hard to introduce that without it being a clear giveaway. Because once you've gone, if you die for, if you die in the game, you die for real. Asterisk. Mm. Then the premise falls apart at the scene. Except if you uh, really no, don't that, want to. That part that's <laughs> not to do with this bullshit. So that was to do with. Isn't that because there is actually like a certain amount of time someone? We don't really see the whole that, like, unlike the anime where you at least get a nice, pretty effect of someone like body turning to light and then shattering. You don't really yeah. get anything like that here. It's just they die. Yeah, well, it's because in the anime they talk about the fact there is this stupidly, incredibly rare item, stupidly, incredibly rare, which is a resurrection stone. You have five minutes, I think it is, to resurrect someone. 30 seconds, 5 minutes, a stupidly short amount of time is the point. And the idea is that means then clearly people are technically still alive for 30 minutes to 5 minutes, however long this thing oh, Now I realise why that exists. It's to backwardly explain why Asuna isn't dead. Yes. Because technically she should, like, even if you allow Kirito's nonsense, Asuna should be, you know, microwaved in the brain. <laughs> microwaved, God. yes. Yeah. But then I think the manga sort of explains it in this one, in that Kai was like, no, no, I wanted to meet the people that beat me, so I didn't let you die. So I put them in storage for a little while. Pretty much. Yeah. And then it's like, but Mr... Mr... What? I've already blanked on his name. Where the fuck Kyber. is his name in my notes? Mr. Kayaba, why did you make this game? I don't know. <laughs> that does happen, yeah. <laughs> 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 
Literally, I, I, I don't really know. Oh, isn't it pretty how it's destroying? Bye. Because <laughs> they get to have a conversation with the creator of the game. And they're like, the only thing you'd want to know in this situation, like logically, is why? Why did you do all this? Why, why trap 10,000 people for two years at this point and make it so when they die in the game, they die in real life? What, what possible reason could such a genius as yourself who created all of this have? It's like, pff, I don't know. I think he actually says something akin to "Why indeed," and just walks away. It's like he basically it's not an explanation. In the manga, he's just like because I wanted to. It's like that—that's not a reason. It's not a motivation. It's—it's it's, it's a nothingness. It's a nothing statement. I demand an ending. Get back here. <laughs> I was bored. Lol. <laughs> Might as well be. <laughs> like, I don't. I'm, I'm almost certain neither of you do, but. There is a, a bridge series of the anime, and they get to that scene, and oh, it's it's beautiful. So just like, why did you do it? He's like, oh, I don't know. And they're just like, you fucking what? He's like, ah, no, can you imagine, though? <laughs> if I said that. <laughs> if I'd said that, all this for no fucking reason, forgotten. <laughs> just like, yeah, can, can you imagine that? I can. I experienced <laughs> it just now. You know, maybe maybe it's not so bad. This is only two volumes. Imagine if you read like thirty volumes of this. Thirty volumes. That was the end. No <laughs> I I hate to say this, I really do, but I think this thing could have done with more filler, like just to flesh the world out a bit. That's why know? he writes it afterwards, Mike, because <laughs> he's realised he's killed the golden goose in one book. <laughs> like honestly, this could, like, even if with that was the ending, if this thing went on for like, let's say a reasonable amount, like. Uh, like 2010 volumes, something like that, like a decent length. 2010 volumes, you want that? <laughs> yes, 2010 volumes, yes. If it went on for a decent length, not like. One piece at that rate. Yeah, not like one piece length, but, you know, it's a, a decent amount. And then it came up with that ending. Yeah, you'd feel rightly ripped off, but at least you'd have like a story before you'd have that the journey ending. journey along the way. Yeah, like you enjoyed it while it lasts. You, you were on for the ride, but. God, that's. This story is about a video game, and they never play the video game. That's pretty much it. This story is about Kirito and Asuna getting married. For some, off-panel, for some reason. Because trauma bonding, Mike. <laughs> this, this is the epitome of trauma bonding. Sure. Also, you did get to see the video game. You got to see the Skull Reaper fight for exactly as long as it runs in the anime. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He appears like, oh no, here's this big bad boss. Oh, he's dead. Retroactively, it makes so much more sense because that's just how it was. Okay, got it. Uh, like, so that is probably the most unforgivable part of this. It's the fact that all of the important shit happens off panel. It's mentioned. Like, remember when we did that thing? Wasn't that great? It's not even with that one. It's not even that they say off panel. They build up to it. Like, this is because they're like similar to like Hunger Games. You read that? Like, the quarter milestones are these massive, great things, mm -hmm. and then they should go in there and they're like, "Oh shit, it's a fight." kicking our ass oh my god see you next week for the next chapter it's dead <laughs> yeah i said i wouldn't i wouldn't say they build it up too much like i do but go build on. it up more than anything else in this <sighs> they do you yeah. it's not hard given yes there are essentially two stories in this one is kirito and asuna the waifus and then the other is the dickweed who wants to kill them yes but i mean the the skeleton reaper or whatever the fuck it's called they basically go Oh yeah, we've gotten to the boss on this floor, but like some people walked in, the door shut behind them. 
Then when they finally opened, there was no trace of them, no trace of the boss, nothing. We checked where they would teleport to if they used one of the teleportation escape crystals they weren't there. So we assume you can't teleport, similar to the boss on the last floor. So like, alright, yeah, fine. And then they're like, we're going in with a big force, and then it's like, oh no, here's this monster. Oh no, we've beat the monster. Oh no, Heathcliff is Aki... I, uh, Kayaba, Kayaba, Thank you. whatever. Kayaba Akihiko. I do know that, that guy. I'm so fucking mad. <laughs> it's just that it snowballs into an ending for no reason. At all. And then the ending's really unsatisfying. It would be a great ending if you built to it properly, of like putting the pieces together. You know It'd be a great ending if it had any anything. Yes. Why did you do this? Literally any reason. You just felt like killing 10,000 people. I don't know. <laughs> at least it's a reason. And he didn't even kill 10,000. Because at the end, because the implication for that is like they really started to get to the end of their terror, as it were, when they hit up for 75. Like, we're in real trouble. And then they're like, yeah, there are 6,000 people still there. And it's like, Well, I think wasn't the case of there were 6,000 people by that point. Yeah. But the vast, vast majority of people just did not care about trying to clear the game anymore. I'm not going to say it goes into it, but it pays It pays like a lie to the idea that some people are now essentially like, I guess this is my life now. So rather than deal with that whole frontline stuff, I'll yes. just... Uh, there's, o- there's only like a few hundred people who actually are actively... Yeah. There's a housing market in this world. <laughs> there is a housing market. Hey, I've played Final Fantasy fourteen. That shit's hard to get on. <laughs> That's more because there's no houses. <laughs> in this game, the idea is you can just live a life in this. Like you can even get like a job in uh like in a shop and become essentially become a, a vendor. A merchant. Yeah, like it's which is cool. Why the fuck is he in this series? Like of all the characters <laughs> who do make the cut, why the fuck does Agil, who is the merchant yeah. and token black character, why mm. the why is he oh, in here? I have a thing about that, but yeah. <laughs> I mean, you've got the same argument with um... Klein. Klein, yeah. Klein, Klein mildly makes sense because he needs to be there for the first chapter, and then he's meant to be like Kirito's guy friend, as it were, or the comic relief guy. Oh, oh yeah, his guy friend, which never appears. Yeah, yeah, he appears like once or twice, and like once uh, at the beginning and once at the end. Yeah, pretty, yeah, much, pretty much. Well, literally, that's it. But yeah, then we spend time with this merchant character. And we go through this really drawn out scene of him like haggling with some guy yeah. for some reason. <laughs> and then at the end of the scene, it's like, oh, he got a good price for those. Shouldn't fuck with merchants. That's it. <laughs> That's the entirety <laughs> of the scene. Like, why? <laughs> when there's so little in this thing, why did we devote so much paddle time to that? <laughs> yeah, that, I mean, that is a fundamental problem. Like, why do you devote so much paddle time to this redundant thing? And why do you devote no panel time to this important thing? It's like, I, I don't know what was the mangaka was thinking, because granted, they follow the light novel very accurately. And the light novel, I assume, doesn't go into a huge amount of detail for like combat scenes and stuff. That's fine. But you're the artist. You get to make that shit up. You get to like build this out and you get you're, to you're like... the artist this is the part you should be like yeah this is your job <laughs> this is the part where you should be shining you should be being like oh man look how great i am showing these cool action scenes that 
are going off that you can't really describe in words very well. And here's here's your tran- here's the transition for you, Phil, though, because this transitions neatly into like, would you have liked to see more action scenes from this? I would like to have seen exactly less of everything from this movie. <laughs> You'd like to have read one less Sword Art Online. Yes. It gets better, as in it goes from terrible to not so terrible. Disagree. What, what do you mean? The art or... The art. The art. Oh, yeah. Like, I was going to mention this. I have never read something for this show that immediately slaps you in the face with how bad the art is. It's like page one. Oh god, this hurts my eyes. I can't even think of what the worst thing would have been before this. It's just like tech on a technical level, this thing is so badly made in every regard. It's like, almost oh. amateurish. It's so amateurish. It's amateurish. Just like I'm not pulling but yeah, it's bad. It like I can't tell what's happening in combat scenes. The effects that I can visually remember from the anime just look so bad in this, like the way they die. And in fairness, the anime didn't exist yet, so sure. But it, that's just, yeah, it's, it's just, just... It, it's so like messy and sketchy. And when they do backgrounds, they, they aren't great. People's faces are the big thing for me. The faces are just all faces wrong. so out of proportion. It's it, it is. I think I've said this about those series before, but this applies even more to this one. It is the learning to draw manga style. Yeah, school of yeah. face design, and I think the worst example of the art of like just how bad the art is is we get at the end we get like a a, a wide shot of Eingrad the world in in its full in its full glory as it were as we're watching it fall apart. The floating turd. It's a floating turd. <laughs> to be fair, that's always been the visual for it, and it's always been stupid. I don't know why it looks like that. It's it looks like a meaty great, tube. But it's you you could at least tell yeah there's a tower or two here and there and there's a city and stuff this was just a floating turd i i don't get it like this is your moment as an artist right you can you can like fill this thing with so many like tiny details to really flesh out this world but no you went with a first draft i don't get it it's like i really hope that this wasn't a fifth or sixth attempt at doing this because good god it's crap Legit, this thing hurts my eyes to read. Like this thing, like at one point, you've got Kirito and Sinners watching Ironclad fall apart. Like, oh look, there goes the floor that our house in the woods was on, and it's that there's a house, there's woods. <laughs> that was a floor. <laughs> yeah, it's like a it's like a flat plane of like it looks like someone's cracking a digestive biscuit. It's like <laughs> there, there is no distinguishable features on it whatsoever. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's just like I mean maybe put a tree or something on it if it's supposed to have a wood on it <laughs> just put like a vague lump they're like yeah that could be trees like no nope, <laughs> yeah. it's, it's not, nothing like that a square <laughs> yeah that was probably a house like, <laughs> yeah no attempt was made no. just uh. and then like when you get scenes of them like crying and stuff it just looks like they've got like really smudged eyes it's like oh my god the eyes are the worst thing in this for me they're just i can't figure out what it is about them they're just all wrong it's so messy, like, as an art style as well. Like, you can legit not tell what's going on in so many scenes. Like, I had to re-read pages over and over. Like, especially around, like, the part where they're, like, talking about Yui, the AI thing. I had legit had to read those pages, like, three times because I had no fucking clue what they were talking about. And I, the art didn't explain it at all. So they're also talking in past tense because it had already happened. 
I, I, I had nothing, nothing. And I don't, I don't get it. <laughs> like, I don't get if this is essentially where it all began. I have no fucking clue how it got as far as it did. Yeah. Uh, it, it, it boggles the mind. I, I have to believe that it became as big as it is on concept alone. Because it's a really strong concept. Because of the anime. Like, how did it even get to be an anime? I, that, that is, yeah. Well, the web that novel, when it debuted, became super popular. Presumably because, again, such a unique premise that people were willing to... And also 2002, so before the whole light novel boom, so to speak. I mean, yeah, well, when, the wave. when was the anime? 2012, uh, about a decade ago. Specifically summer 2012, so... yeah. It's, there's so many details of this that are just left for you to assume. And it is a little, a bit of a shame. I mean, it's a shame that I read this, but it's a shame that I watched the anime before this because my brain was like subconsciously filling in blanks. Well, that's, that's the thing, isn't it? Like, you're, you, if you've watched the anime, you're like, oh, well, there's all the Yui plot that's just been ignored. Yeah. And I use the term plot loosely. Yeah, I know we touched away, but I cannot imagine experiencing this as your first SEO experience. Just... Yeah, like, and I, I try to put myself in the shoes of someone whose first experience this is. I'm just thinking the concept is great, so that might draw you in. Yeah, but then they go about ignoring that concept as much as they can. It it doesn't really come up. It, it really doesn't. I think there is exactly one time it comes up, which is when we have the creepy motherfucker who's part of the and this is very offhand the laughing coffin guild which is a guild of people who run around killing other players you mean the one the one semi-coherent plot this entire thing actually the, the has. one semi-coherent plot that is relevant for exactly as long as that fight is no no because he appears a few times and they do build okay, up okay, to this the day so. the guy himself does yes he appears in a couple of chapters but the actual relevance of the guild he is part of that kills other players i don't know why they put that in because it's a completely irrelevant like oh I'm, I'm part of a player killer guild good for you buddy yeah it's like all right never mentioned again and it's not even mentioning why they kill people either well because they're dicks but you know <laughs> because they're dicks yeah you know what i'm feeling like a dick today i'm gonna go out and murder someone that's the thing with this thing. This is the pit that really drove me off because I had completely forgotten this in the decade it's been since I've seen the anime. Fucking that bit ends with Kirito actually killing the guy. And yes. there is no, no lip service whatsoever is paid to the concept that he's just killed a man. How does he deal with that? Nothing. That's a, it's even worse than that because moments before that, Asuna's about to kill him and he's like, no, you can't do that. You don't want that on your conscience. And then he just kills him. Well, isn't it even worse than that? Because he's like, no, she can't kill him. Something bad will happen, but we never really find out what. But then he does it, and it's fine. I, I, yeah. I mean, I assume the bad thing is, the, you know, the mental duress of you've killed, you've taken a life. It was implied there was something else, like there was some sort of... Oh, I think you get, like, a system killing. notification or something that says yeah. you're a killer, which Kirito doesn't get. I imagine in that particular case, you wouldn't get it if the person you're killing has it because oh, man, if you're a pkk defense yeah, yeah self-defense basically like it wouldn't be fair to mark someone as a player killer if they are being attacked by a player killer and kill them in self-defense there is a single panel for this because when the guy originally attacks them because he essentially poisons them paralyzes them because he's weaker than them and 
then just like beats them to death with a sword. And so when he does that, you do get a brief moment where it's like pops up next to his name, the word criminal, just blink. And that's it. Like, oh, he's a criminal now. Okay. That's it. I think that, that whole chapter was really fucking confusing to me. The whole point is this is after the first duel with Heathcliff. So Kirito has to join the guild. That was the agreement. Because apparently Kirito and Asuna can't just fucking go off and do what they want. No, no. That that would be bad. Oh, I've been in a hardcore raiding guild before. I, I know. Sure, I but the point is if Asuna wants to leave, then she can leave. Like, there, there is quite literally nothing to fucking stop Type her. slash G quit. You're done. Yeah. <laughs> you know, just walk away. There's no police here. They can't enforce anything. <laughs> We're led to believe people can't just run around murdering each other in cities, at the very least, because they have to request duels? Something like that, yeah. So, presumably, you can't just fight in a city? Maybe out in the open... Well, well we know out in the open... You've got to switch the ethics have... code off, Phil. Yeah, you've got to switch <laughs> the ethics code off. Sorry, the one that yeah. lets the kids fuck each other, yeah. <laughs> yes. But yeah, so... The whole point is Kirito's joined the guild because he lost the bet by losing to Heathcliff because he's a dirty fucking cheater. Janky hack, mate, yes. Janky hacks, yeah. And then it's like, oh yeah, no, you know, at least now they can party up, the two of them. And then it's like, no, no, here is this random nobody of a character who's like, no, no, you know the guild rules, gotta be party four, so I'll be coming along. So all this creepy motherfucker we introduced a few chapters ago and then they go off, and then as soon as just fucking nowhere, it's like, what? Why is she not here? <laughs> well, no, I get why she's not there. It's to try and get him used to like being in the guild life and be like, well, now you've got to do what the guild says, yada. That that's fine, but the way it's presented in the chapter is that the two of them, Kirito and As, are going along with two others. This criminal guy, not that we know it yet, and this other person who's like, no, you've got to go in a party for. And then all of a sudden. Asuna is just not part of the. No, part. I never interpreted it that way. I, I did understand that Asuna wasn't there, which makes it all the more confusing to me why she then does magically show up afterwards. But because she's fast and she could sense something was wrong. I, my Kirito senses tingly. I don't know. <clears throat> Kirito is the most important, bestest, favorite boyf in the world. How will I get to glop that man again? <laughs> glop. <laughs> I, I, yeah. <laughs> You know what? We were ragging on the art earlier. There is one panel in this entire thing that's drawn relatively well. Oh, man. It's the one where she's in her fucking underwear. Damn, she is thick. <laughs> she dummy thick teenager. It's so fucking wrong. Like that, <laughs> it is. But in the nicest way, easily the best piece of art in this manga. It is, yeah. That's the one they spent time on. It's got a great background. Everything's in the correct proportions for the most part like facially and such oh my god you've reminded me that there's a fucking scene in this as well where they do the cliche oh no i fell down they do a lucky perfect scene oh my god why it's like oh no she's falling face first (laughs) ass first Uh, why do they do a lucky pervert scene it's so irrelevant to everything it's not in that at that point it hasn't even established that that's what this manga's going for, or anything, and they never do it again. <laughs> so that, that is just the Kirito and Asuna thing all over. It's like, oh no, like, no way we're going to end up together. Like, <laughs> we we barely talked, and then like literally a page later, it's like, let's fucking get married. It's 
all right, slow the fuck down. Come on. Then you've got that whole stupid fucking misunderstanding where Kirito's like, I want to sleep with you tonight. <laughs> and then Asuna's like, all right, let's fucking bang. Just got to turn off the ethics code. And Kirito's like, whoa, whoa, what's all this about sex? Who said anything about fucking? But it's also, we got to make it very clear because there's a thing where they talk about when he was in bed with, um, I was going to say Sachi. I don't know if Sachi's her name. Sounds about right. But either, um, but they were very clear to be like, but we didn't bang. Never, never fucked. They never fucked. No, they were there to comfort each other, I guess. But no, no fucking. No. Kirito is very clear on that. It's like, no, no, it was just for comforting each other because I was lonely and she just didn't want to die. And when she was near me, she felt like she wasn't going to die. Except for that time, she died. She did die a little bit. Yep. And like when they talk about when she died, it was just like, oh yeah, and she died, and there was nothing we could do, and she's dead now. Oh man, if if only had like a second sword. <laughs> Yeah, like, I won't go into whole comparisons with the anime or anything, but, like, at least the anime does some justice to the emotional gravitude of that scene, as opposed yeah. to just, I was with this guild, and then I, they all died. I think the thing is, as well, the placement of that story in the anime is a lot better. You mean, as in, it's when it happens? It's, yeah, it's when it happens. It happens in chronological order, rather than, oh, hey, there was this thing that happened about two years ago. It's like, why? Why? I sim okay. I don't mind it having a two-year jump in general. I just don't understand the logic of not wanting to explain that two-year jump. Like, just saying. And by the way, two years later, the end. <laughs> I just don't understand the logic, even beyond the bloody like the manga version. Like, again, I've not read the Lilo version, but like for everything I've heard, this pretty much is what it is. I don't get why, as a writer, you would be like. I've got this cool idea for a world, and like, yeah, yeah, we're going to do the hundred floor thing. Like, yeah, yeah, cool, brilliant. Can't think of anything to write. I'll just skip. I think I can offer some insight into this. Please do. You're you're the closest thing we have to a writer. Closest thing to a writer, yeah. So I have experienced this before, and I'm sure that other writers have. You do come up with these ideas. You come up with like this concept, this world that you want to build. You come up with all the little details of it because you're like, this this is the world I want to have. And then you think, right, okay, I'm going to do this story. Oh, the story's going to end like this. Okay, cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then you're like, okay, but how do we get from A to B? Uh-oh. <laughs> it's like, how do you get to the end of that story? How do you get to the ending you want? I don't really know. I think the thing for me is, I don't even think that's the story he's trying to tell. <laughs> no, I don't I think I legitimately think the story of Sword Art Online is not the you die in the game, you die for real life. It's the story of Kirito and Asuna. Yeah, and it's not that's not even done well. It's, it's really not, not. But that to me because that is such a big focus of the manga, that really does just feel like what the story is. Not the fact they're trapped in a game or anything like that. That's just set dressing that forces them together. The whole story revolves around them getting together and getting married for some reason. To be fair to them, you can do that story. That is a story you can do, and it could be well done well. You can. It's just again, <laughs> they, they they just go fucking. Oh yeah, it. this is the thing. We skipped two years, and these two characters barely interact, and now they're getting married. It's like, but, <laughs> but why? Yep. Like, have some build. You see, Phil, they met each other because he was sleeping, and then Asna was like, "That's stupid," and then she's <laughs> left, and then they're married. Now. Yes, I yeah. Why would you be sleeping when you could be progressing the game? 
because he's capital G gamer. He's already progressed. Oh, they also talk about how everyone's got like a like how stupid it is to have like side skills and stuff in this game. Like, why would you want like an actual life for yourself here? Because you have a finite. Why would you of develop points. the cooking skill? That won't get you anywhere. Yep. And it's like, I'm like one of the few top level cookers in the game. I've completed the skill. But even though that's the case, it's, it's boring and I don't like it. <laughs> well, it's because as well, he's like, why? No, no one would take the cooking skill. You only get so many skill slots. Why waste it on a cooking skill? It's like, he's got a point. <laughs> he has got a point. Why would you? <laughs> like when it's, I, okay, in playing an, an, an actual MMORPG or an RPG, totally get doing the cooking stuff. Like, even if it's not, like, a, even if you do need your, some of your actual points for it, totally get it. You play the game your way. In life or death. In life or death. <laughs> Maybe, you know, take something that'll help you live. That one extra point in vitality literally could be the point, the barrier between your living and dying. <laughs> I mean, all I can think of is that maybe there's some kind of buff or support skill system tied to cooking, like you do have in some MMOs. You but do, if yeah. There is. It's never explored or mentioned. It's never mentioned. It's implied that it's purely just for the funsies because you can taste stuff. You can taste stuff, yes. And that that is about the only reason the cooking skill exists because they say, like, yeah, the food you can get from the NPCs is just kind of shit by comparison. Yep, but you also don't need to eat. I think. Like, it's implied that you don't actually need to eat or sleep or anything. Well, no, it's implied you do need to sleep, they just don't really know why. Right, okay. It's like, yeah, we need to sleep. For some reason. <sighs> Which, I mean, sure, your brain needs rest, I guess, but... That's just another example of horrific inconsistencies that aren't addressed properly. I, I... Well, yes, there would be no reason to eat because you are not physically sating your hunger. Mm-hmm. There's so much wrong with this, and throughout this, we've mentioned a lot of this, and you would probably potentially be fooled fooled into thinking that there's actually quite a lot going on here. And if this whole thing, everything we were explaining, was split up over ten volumes, and they devoted a lot of time to each point, it would actually make a lot of sense as a, a lot more sense as a story. Because if they fleshed out each individual character, if they fleshed out each individual plot point, if they fleshed out the whole world and the progression through it and how it finished and the ending, and they did all that like over like 10 volumes, it would have been fine. But this all happens within like two volumes, which is like 11 chapters. There's just not enough time to establish all this shit. Like if you wanted to spend enough time on any of this, you'd have to cut out so much of it. This is why I'm thinking that the right, original writer wanted to just like he wanted to build this world and he wanted it to end in a certain way, but then didn't really think about the middle part because he's just throwing stuff at the wall and seeing what sticks and none of it really does. I think the thing to bring up here is this is arc one in however many of the sword art series, as it were. It is, yes. So. We're talking about this as though this is the end of the story. It's not. But it essentially is. Like, yeah, this thing, you could have it as a standalone I don't thing. see anything in this story that implies it needed to go further than this. Like, the ending is final. Mike, it, like, very clearly you get to see his sister in one of the panels. You do so see his sister in one panel, yes. Can't just end at the ending, have to continue to find out who that is. 
Nah, this 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 thing is like it's very flawed, but it is final. Like the ending is the end. It's a hundred flawed, in fact. Yes, and they don't get they don't make it there. <laughs> <laughs> they only make seventy five. I, I here's to the side because it'll never come up at any point. Do you know what the hundredth floor boss actually is? If it's not Heathcliff, uh, to, to go for it. It's a giant fucking tree. <laughs> okay. I think I don't I, think it's Yggdrasil, but it's just a giant tree. I was about to say, boss. is it not Icarus? Oh, sure. Nah, it it comes up in one of the movies. It's just like, oh, okay, good to know. <laughs> right. <laughs> okay. I, that raises further questions, but <laughs> we're sticking to the manga this time. As this is enough. <laughs> yeah, I honestly, I, there's only one other point I want to raise, and it I can't, I, I can't transition to it in a smooth way. Boop a doop boop boo. Mike, what else <laughs> did you want to say about this series? No, uh, like this, that's not going to cover it. That's <laughs> this is awkward as fuck because there, as we pointed out earlier, there's a token black guy. <laughs> right. <laughs> and okay, yeah, and. For some reason, I don't know why this character is even in this thing. Because he is a side character at best. He spends a long time haggling in one scene, and then he's just in a fight scene later. And that's about yeah. it. But he is used as an example in the very beginning of it to show that everyone looks like their actual real-life bodies now. Because the nerve gears scan their body or something. I don't shit. think he's in that scene. He is in that scene because uh, the the friend character Klein points out that he looks scary and he's got the face of of Thug or something like that. I thought that's what Kirito was saying. No, that is what Kirito said about Klein. But Klein is like talking about how Eagle, Eagle, whatever his name is, looks kind of scary in that and it's like, oh no. Don't don't use the token black guy as an example of why it's weird that everyone looks like themselves. Don't do that. I, I To be fair, I was too busy noticing the yeldy classic joke of, man, look at these, like, busty anime girls. Oh, oh, wait, they're actually old women. <laughs> yeah, that... No, old men. Sorry, old, old men. men yes. Be. I, honestly, that, I had no problem with that. That's... I have no problem with that. Oh, no, I've got no problem with that. I just... Yeah. I mean, let's just say I'm happy I don't look like any of the creations I make in RPGs. Also, I will say, I've just got the page open, Mike. Uh, it's actually Agil thinking that about Klein. Oh, damn. Um, okay. Okay. <laughs> So. Okay, maybe that's slightly better then. Although, but he's still that could just be the art the... not showing it properly. What thing? Sure, <laughs> also possible. Yeah. But he's still held up as the example yes. of like why people clearly look like clearly look like their real selves rather than their anime selves because it's a black guy and he's the only one. <laughs> it's like, oh no, can we not? Just can we not? In general, we can. In fact, just not. We can. In fact, just not. Yeah. Sword art, not lying. If we could just not sort out online in general, because it's still going. You can't not sort out online, Mike. It's this is the industry now. <laughs> it is, uh, yeah. So I'm I'm just scrolling through the early chaps again. It's like when they've done this big reveal of you all look like how you look in real life. One motherfucker's an elf. <laughs> he straight up still has pointy ass elf ears. Oh no! Like, oh shit! <laughs> One motherfucker's an elf. Oh fuck! Elves are real. <laughs> Why did they not just, like, not. get the bomb squad to dismantle the nerve gear on people? Like, dismantle the microwave your brain part? In fairness, uh, I no. hate I'm saying this, they do no. make, he does make a point that if any, like, if they try and do that off of one or two people, 
he'll take them all, basically. So, you'd have to have, like, 10,000 bomb squads simultaneously do it for everyone. Sure. Well, the question becomes, and now I appreciate, again, obviously, that none of the people in the game know this. We have no mm. idea what the people in the real world know. Kyber's in the game. How would he even... How would he even... <laughs> How would he even yeah. want? Sorry. Well, he, no, he's, a, he's an omnipotent god looking down. He knows these things. <laughs> you, you're, saying, knows. you're saying he was like, oh yeah, he'd try and remove one or two people, I'll just fucking murder everyone. Yeah. But how would he even know? How would the people he's, outside He's know? an admin. Like, I'm assuming he's got various sure. nonsense. That's the thing. We're just not told how he knows anything. Or even I, if he does know anything in the real world. That's it. I'm willing to let some of the like, stuff like that slide because it would never really come up organically for us to know what his magical admin powers are without him being on Kirito's side, which would then completely defeat the point of the story. Oh, man, so. like you could, if only you had like some sort of epilogue moment where characters <laughs> could ask him questions, like, and he could reveal if, his motivation. You could have it like certain, like an Evangelion-style scene where you're watching the end of the world and all of that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Brilliant. If only we had actual context to any of the decision made in any of this manga only, across the entirety of it. If only the villain had any sort of motivation. motivation. <laughs> if only this... Here. The dude's a fucking terrorist. He is, yeah. yeah. That, that's straight, straight up murdered at least 4,000 people. Holding a gun to 10,000 people's heads. Yeah, that's that's a... That's terrorism. Yeah. yeah. It, it uh, was... Presumably, global terrorism because they're not all going to be from Japan. I, yeah, well, presumably. I think they are, just because of the way the Nerve Gear is where it's sold. But well, it, well, it depends if you could import him. Did VPNs yeah. exist? I guess it's 2022 in Nonsense World, but do VPNs exist in this Nonsense World? I don't know. Yeah, they're like, the thing is, I, I would imagine this is a Japan only thing, but you might have one or two people who have somehow imported it. Or you might have people who just happen to be in Japan that are citizens of other countries or yeah. citizens so in fact it is still a global issue Man, can you imagine being out. stuck in here and you only speak welsh or something <laughs> can you imagine being in real life and only speaking welsh or something <laughs> now i would assume not to say you wouldn't he says being one of these people that does mm -hmm. you'd probably only play a japanese game if you could i don't know speak japanese particularly a vr mmo yeah. Yeah. No, it's yeah. fair. Yeah. In particular. Like, Where you can't quickly hit Google Translate on everything. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Why haven't they again, put subtitles thinking, in oh, this game? But then again, maybe if you're thinking, oh, well, you know, just every night before bed, I can just hop on the forum, see if someone started translating it for me. <laughs> Got to quickly. Mind, and then you very quickly start crying because you're now trapped in there for two years. Got to quickly get my Duolingo done for the day. And, oh, yeah. there's no Duolingo in here. Well, they try to make out that that's the reason Asala's here. that in like in one offhand comment oh, that she was just playing yeah, because it's her brother's this, this, Colin. Sorry, this is a thing that bothers me. Another thing that bothers me, should I say. It's not that they try and explain that's why she's here. They say it's her brother's copy of the game, which fine, but he suddenly had to go on business. So he only got to play it for one day. But they got trapped in the game on. Oh shit. I think yeah, the I idea didn't was think of that. Oh no. I mean I didn't think of that either, but Maybe they meant in the beta test that like the other guy was in the beta uh, test and only got to play it for one day. Uh, I don't know. Uh, yeah, maybe, I don't know. Maybe, 
this is the issue. There's a lot of things that are said where I'm just like, I don't. I mean, also because I'm pretty sure this is release day when this all happens. It is, yeah. Because yeah, you know, that, that's, that's that's my point. So the how point would is... he be there to buy it and then be like, I, I've got it, time to install. You've got to go now. Like, oh. Also, yeah. it's like if they purposely limited this to ten thousand people, then there's essentially the ten thousand people with the fastest clicking finger to get into this. So why did all of these casuals get in? <laughs> like, there's a lot of casuals in this. Like a, a bunch of characters that die in the early game being like, I just wanted to do something fun. I didn't. I wasn't. Well, I mean, if you're gonna take hardcore. that a step further, like it's a bunch. Of, there's a bunch of casuals in this. Why the fuck would a casual buy a VR headset? <laughs> yeah, like a full dive VR headset. Yeah, yeah. Like, I, and don't get me wrong, casual gaming, perfectly fine. Nothing against it. It's just this seems like a big step. Like, it, there's so many like flaws in logic, which. You can't help but looking into because the ga- the manga doesn't offer you. I was gonna say the anything. manga is so just blunt and rough on the edges that you can't help but start thinking of like, well, this doesn't make, this doesn't add up, this doesn't add up. Like, there's not even like a coherent narrative you can distract yeah. yourself with. Like, the less it gives you, the less benefit of the doubt you're willing to give it. Yeah, and that's when you start noticing this shit. <laughs> and oh, this is just a tragic reading experience from end to end and it's mostly tragic because it's got so much potential so much the premise is such a good idea but oh they fucked it i mean the premise is such a good idea it's still here 20 years later and spawned an entire genre pretty much yeah like don't get me wrong isekais existed before sword online but isekais as they are today exist because of sword online the the power font yeah 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 and Kirito is just he's not actually terrible in this he isn't like a terrible human being he shows more emotion than the uh, anime yeah but I'm gonna say he's actually a bad thing in this sure like as a character he's fine but he's also crazy bland as well yeah this thing is crazy bland he's for the most part kind of a little emotionless but then at the same time he's he has like super flustered at the weirdest things and yeah, just characters in general in this are just crap. Yeah, like of characters that are f- actually somewhat, I don't mean fully, but somewhat fleshed out. You've got Asuna, who's at least given a crap backstory and they, they play with the idea of she wants to be the very best, but she's not. Don't play with it very much, but they do play with it. You get the the guy who tries to murder them, <laughs> which is weird, they flesh him out like he's in multiple scenes, and they try to haphazardly give Kirito a backstory, but it comes off just very, very he awkward and stilted. Get any backstory though? Yeah. What is his backstory? He was a beta tester. Yeah. He, like... he was in a guild where everyone died. Except that one guy, because he wasn't in that fight, but he went and committed suicide, so he also died. <laughs> yeah. Well, in fact, it's because they're trying to make him a self-insert of sorts, so... It's just not well done. Even as a self-insert, it's 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 very poorly done. Like, it's so amateurish, and it's very frustrating when you think... You're looking at something and think, I could do every aspect of this better. I could write better. I could probably draw better with a bit of practice. But- and, like, you could structure panels better. 
You could certainly come up with better resolutions in character development. God, the actual fucking character motivations for your villain. Yeah. Uh, like, honestly, uh, if you just said I was bored one day, that would have been more. Like, why did you not just say I wanted to do a social experiment? Because at least that's something. <laughs> it was a prank, bro. <laughs> yeah, it, that is something. Like just saying I did it for the vine. It's like <laughs> I did it for the lols. <laughs> like, ah, just kind of funny, really, isn't it? I, I'm, kind of bored. I'm, I'm Twitch's number one. Suck it. <laughs> it's like, if this whole thing was a twist and people weren't actually dying in real life, they were just getting logged out and the nerve gear was, like, put into overdrives. This whole thing, whole thing happened within, like, a day or something. Like, right. rather than over I, two I years. It just felt saying, like yeah. it was two years. Oh, honestly, that would have been a great twist at the end. It, it would have. Still would have been like, a bailout, but... but it would have been like satisfying, you know, like oh, no, no, that's why it was so short and like compressed. And if if only the guy could write a story where oh, when you were playing the game, time sped up while you were in the game. That's crazy. <laughs> that's crazy, Phil. That's a, that's crazy. Like Ima- some sort of world that was that's accelerated. accelerated. Man, and imagine if that got an anime before this one, but got completely ignored and overlooked because Sword Art right. Online is the greatest thing ever. Honestly, I didn't mean to do that. But I know you did. Yeah, <laughs> you're not wrong. <laughs> but if there's one thing that me and Phil at the very least can agree on coming out of this, it's that if you're like, man, I want to read um, Sword Art Online, um, read Excel World. Read Excel World. I have also actually oh, you've, read you've, and watched okay. Excel World. Oh, so sweet. Yes, yeah. I agree. <laughs> I agree for a change. Excel World's the one with like the mecha people, right? Yeah, sort sure. of. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> And they can it's, go it's fast in real life for some reason. Game where they all have roboty appearances, I guess. Yeah, and the different colours mean things. It's and... different colours. And yeah. if you die in the game, you just you can't play the game anymore. You the uninstall the game and forget yeah. it you exists. Forget it. Specifically, forget it exists. Yes. Do you forget it exists? Okay. Fair enough. Yeah. I forgot that. Bit. Yes, that's the, that's one of the big plot points. If if you hit zero point, it's forced uninstalled, and you forget about its existence. And can never install it again. It is really bad that that, because of the way it's written, that seems like a much bigger stake or a much harsher punishment than dying, like you do in this. That's world. the thing. Excel well, that, world is thing. more complicated to well explain, but that's it's the thing. So because of how well that's written, it actually does feel like it's a massive punishment. Yeah, it's like yes, you lose access to this whole virtual world. Which also comes with this whole raft of benefits, such as when you air quote accelerate, suddenly time is moving slower in the real world, or yeah. moving faster in your brain. Yeah, your brain moves you faster to... or something. Yeah, but yeah. Like there's tangible real life like, benefits. So something to lose. You, yeah, if you lose that access, all of a sudden it's like, oh shit. You know what? Maybe Excel World retroactively justifies all that online because you've got to write ten thousand crap words before you get to the good stuff. So he burned yeah. all that out on Sword Art, <laughs> so he could write Excel World. This is thing, like, doubt. It's, it's the same author, same it author, is. and it's just Excel World is just so much better written. Because none of us have read or consumed. I I think I've watched the Sword Art Online movie from later on, and I thought it was good. But otherwise, I've not consumed anything really past where season one of the anime stops. So it's weird to think that pro- presumably at some point this gets good. Well, this is the thing. So sort of as I was saying, obviously. Sword Art as a franchise is still ongoing. Mm-hmm. And from what I've heard, 
it only gets better, which is yeah, it's the you know, as I mentioned at the top, surprising in like a poll um, of light light novels, it was ranked number one of the decade. So presumably for the past decade, it didn't suck. I I I will throw some water on that fire because I happen to know what happens to this story after the Iron Crab stuff. We're oh. well aware of fairy dance, Mike. Don't worry. <laughs> it involves someone being incapable of extending a finger. <laughs> Right, I'm not talking specifically about. Yeah, they're not that. talking about that moment, buddy. <laughs> I is... assure you, if you think this is bad, it goes further down yeah, that. Yes, hill. <laughs> yes. We've seen the anime. We know fucking <laughs> Alfheim or whatever the fuck it's yeah, called. Fairy dance like is a discussion for another time. Yes, <laughs> or, yeah. but I, I mean more like I know people have watched like the second and third season. They say, "Oh yeah, it's loads better." Like you know, it's pretty much. Everyone agrees, Alfheim fairy dance, whatever it is, easily the worst. It's it's crap. But, <laughs> of the two I've says, consumed, yes. Yeah, but yeah, people do say the later arcs, like Gun Gale Online. Yeah, is it? I yeah. think after. I think I dance. even actually played a little bit of Gun Gale in like the video game version of it, and, 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 and yeah, like, people are like, oh decent. yeah, that's that's pretty good. Yeah. So it's like, yeah, you know what. Maybe he's learnt to fucking write in that time, and now when he writes new sword art, arcs. Well, because he's gone back and they went back and like redid the first arcs, right? Like Alicization or whatever it's called is like the redo of the first arcs. This sounds like you're invested, Mike, in the franchise. No, I just follow creators who are, and yeah, yeah, I've I've heard something similar about that. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, they hate it as well. (laughs) It's just their job. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so I I think they apparently and yeah apparently every time they remake stuff it comes out better because that's how second and third drafts work. Yeah, they are better (laughs) at it as well. Yeah, like time has passed and that's a good thing. But as a starting point, fucking hell, this thing. As a starting point, this manga in particular. Oof. And like this is of oofs. If this is a visualized version of the light novel, I. I, I don't know, man. Like, I I said this, I think, before I started recording. This is, by no means, the most offensive thing we have read. Oh, definitely not. Definitely not. Like, we we have covered Minamoto story. We've covered Redo of a Healer more recent. Oh, from, from more an offensive. ethical standpoint, yes. This is not <laughs> reprehensible. <laughs> from a technical standpoint, <laughs> from, though. <laughs> from a story point, it is not... Why would anyone write this? However, why would anyone fucking read this? <laughs> from from a, I, going into a shop and putting down money for one of the series we've read, this is not up there. No, yeah, this okay. does not offend me. Like I don't sit there. I don't oh, sit here getting. <laughs> I know it does, but I don't sit there getting reprehensibly angry at this thing. Like I don't think like how dare they write this. I'm okay, just sitting I, here thinking clear, like I'm not angry at it. I'm just. I'm I'm just baffled. I'm by disappointed. Yeah, I suppose troubled. is the word I would use for such an illustrious yeah, franchise to have this pile of cack be its starting point. Well, see, it's just it's, like, the, it's just like here's this plot point. It's irrelevant. Here's this other plot. It's irrelevant. Here's irrelevant. It it does remind me. I know I've referenced this a few times in this show. The thing we love to reference, Bleach. Uh, you get that. You, there's I don't that know one if shot. Mike doesn't sound like us at all. <laughs> Man, imagine this if shot. this episode was on Bleach. Blanks Bleach anime people, I hate you. October, Sean. October. I, the Bleach episode is year three, people, I tell you. Bleach episode is happening. 
<laughs> we'll get there. But there's there's a one shot of Bleach, which was Kubo's original draft of it. Right. And yes. it's heavily flawed. And that's sure. why it didn't go anywhere and the publishers or whoever said, go away, do it again, come back. And he's like, yeah, cool. And then it became the thing that I mean, it became. Yeah, that's better. quite common for Mandy. It is. Like, is that the one where they... they... start out as a one-shot and then they get serialised. And it's like, yeah, you need to tidy some stuff up for it. That, that's, that's the one where they use a magical like. circle, right? As the pole. Yeah, yeah and okay. um, and Rukia becomes like a tiny lady in his pocket. Yes. Uh, <laughs> yeah. And so, like, but that's what this feels like. This feels like a first attempt and it's crap. Like, it really feels like a first draft. This feels like the thing that they release... 10 years later, when they go, oh, look at our first attempt. Look at what it could have been. Wouldn't that have been weird? I think you said it earlier, Mike, like, this could work as a one-shot. Yeah, like, you can just shave a few bits. It feels very one-shotty, like, you know, you've got a few different plots, sort of. (laughs) Sort of, yes. A few different elements at work, and it's like, yeah, you know, they come up, they're relevant for a few pages, but it's a one-shot, so it's done. Move on. And it's like, great. Then you get the serialization where you get like four, five, ten volumes, whatever. Yeah. And then yeah, you like, take those individual elements, you pad them out, you flesh them out. Flesh them, not pad them, flesh them. Oh, yeah. Well, <laughs> bit of both. Please flesh out, don't pad out. <laughs> bit of both. Love God. I'll allow them to pad out, like, say, the Skull Reaper fight, you know. You could this thing, maybe some, give that. Okay, yes. Out. Action <laughs> scenes, yes, okay, flesh. fair enough. They are, by definition, padding. Yeah. Disappointment abounds. It it does. Uh, I think disappointment is definitely the correct word for this because such potential squandered horribly and every page just adds to the disappointment because it does not get better. Ever. Only downhill. It never crosses the line into egregious shit depending on your opinions of them turning off the ethics code to fuck. <laughs> they don't. Uh, I think they. I think it's implied they do. I, pre- I like, think you they never bang see off it. screen, like everything yeah. in this. Like everything, like yeah. Everything. Sure. I mean, they've got their fight no scenes off screen. They may as well have their fucking off screen too. <laughs> I have no doubt they probably did, but yeah, it's why, why even? <laughs> why devote? Why time? is that even a thing you would program in? I I, for a full dive thing, I sure. No, uh, no. Here's the thing. I can no. understand from a conceptual level, but why bring it up in the story? It only no, adds so much I, more to it. I can understand programming in a set of rules that you cannot violate. I would not have it toggleable on and off. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and you'd think at least, like, the kids wouldn't be able to turn yeah, it off. Like, parental controls, people. Just, uh, no, I don't. It's a social experiment. <laughs> why would you even put it in? Like, it's a prank, bro. It's. <laughs> But if it is, because I, I think the idea is it's meant to be a social experiment. If in that case, why would you have that? Because surely part of the experiment is seeing will they start fucking like rabbits? Will that be how they try and beat the game? Well, you know, I don't do it, but maybe my children will. <laughs> <laughs> yes, this is a game that's gone on for 40 years. Three generations of my family have tried to beat this game. Uh, we've been I trying mean, for so I... long, the servers are just lagging now. And so now it's like, can we beat the boss through lag? Or... <laughs> I'd like the idea you guys are believing pregnancy and childbirth is a thing that can happen. Why the fuck not? They they create (laughs) Yui out of nothing. Why the fuck not? No, Yui already... Yeah. (laughs) Who knows with Yui? Yui She's not in this. (laughs) 
she already exists, but uh, we ignore her for this manga because she has no relevance like everything else. Like everything else. Yeah. <laughs> it's so frustrating to talk about this manga because it's so many, so many missed opportunities. I think I had the same feeling back when we did uh, Loveless, I think it was, where they just have all of these ideas and not a single one of them is expounded upon. They just have ideas. Like, isn't that an idea? That's certainly an idea. Next idea. Do you, do you know what the worst part is here, Mike? <laughs> What's that? You said Loveless, and I was about to interrupt you to go, no, I'd buy this over Loveless, and then I had to stop myself <laughs> and actually think about that. Yeah, like... <laughs> okay. I would buy this over Loveless. <laughs> sure. Because this is only two volumes. <laughs> that is the sole reason. Oh, so you're okay with, like, <laughs> the child being wrapped up in BDSM chains in Loveless? No. The point, the point, like, yeah, I can accept that. This is two lumps of poison. Loveless is like... <laughs> yeah, the thing's like... Loveless is garbage and trash. And I <laughs> yes. It. Yeah, it does. But at bad. least it was marginally more coherent than this. <laughs> Margin- marginally and, is the key word in that sentence, else, yes. At least I didn't want to stab my eyes out looking at it. <laughs> I don't know. It was like the art was bad. This art is worse. This it thing this worse. art is fucking awful. I I mean and the same on- amount of stuff happens off panel in both. Man, <laughs> the two is- things are really comparable. The same thing as Sean and I were talking earlier. So we, we we have like little chats every so often about what we're reading for the uh-huh. podcast. Couldn't yeah. couldn't really not discuss this one given yeah. our yeah, abundant yeah. history with it. <laughs> but but you know we normally don't go into too much about anything necessarily. But it's just like oh yeah you know Reddit blah 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 blah. And Sean normally tells me like some of the blurb stuff he puts at the front of the episode like oh yeah you know it's got all these spin-offs and this that the other. And he said to me like oh yeah this is the only work the artist has done like after this. All the other sort of online is done by other artists. And I was like, shocking, Sean. Shocking. <laughs> that they didn't keep this artist on. So uh, is this literally the only this professional is the, work this artist done? Under this name, according to the websites I use to check this stuff, this is the only work they've done. That's not to say it's definitely the case. They might have gone into hiding, used a different name and improved. <laughs> but, you know. Shared their identity <laughs> so nobody would know. Wouldn't you? <laughs> I mean, put it like this, I, I, and I don't give credits to internet comments, but you go on their mal page and half of the comments are like, they ruined SAO. <laughs> oh, man, this... Uh, in an isolate, I, I do not think they are the sole responsibility of ruining Oh, this. no, it's definitely a joint not. responsibility, but you know. Sure shit didn't help, like, but... Yeah, definitely didn't help. I wouldn't go as far as to say they have ruined it. Like, I, I, I do feel bad about, like, shitting on people who clearly do care, but just aren't very good at it. But, oh, man, I, no. I hope, it's wherever not they surprising. are, this artist is living their best life. That's Absolutely. Yeah. I'm just not surprised this is their only professional work. And if they did change their professional facing name, I get it. I, I wouldn't want to be associated with this either. <laughs> it's just, oh, no. You know what? After what we said earlier, wouldn't be surprised. Hentai artist. <laughs> sure. Considering, like, the one, like, competently that, that drawn panel in the whole thing is, panel. is that thick underwear that shot. <laughs> yep, totally. I hate this is a thing I feel the need to say, but at least it's not rapey. Or 
overly right. porny. Uh, it's not. It's that's not, no. that's good, right? Yeah. Like they actively discuss consent with the whole ethics code thing. <laughs> yeah, I, they agree yeah. to turn it off. I. It's still small fun. victories. But, I guess. But my, it's still I, fun. I can't, and now I'm just envisioning you're just like you're in like a VR remote, you're in a full thing, and just the pop up appears with like, would you like to have sex with player name? Yes, no. Just oh, you, you know get what? I would argue with it. Uh, it, be. Uh. it should do. Like it shouldn't just be like, oh, we're fucking now. It's like no, <laughs> I didn't agree to this. Like yeah, you didn't. Yeah. That's fucked up. I know, to me, I just need to say, you're on the bed, you're in the mood, and just the pop up <laughs> appears, and it's like no, uh, don't get me wrong, De- definitely. From that sort of perspective, it's like, oh yeah, a bit of a mood killer, you know, you're getting on, it's like, hold on babe, let me turn off the ethics code. <laughs> Why? Oh. What are you going to do to me? <laughs> right? Uh. Also, you don't need to turn off the ethics code to murder people. <laughs> <laughs> just, that is just a for fun. very good point, Mike. <laughs> oh my god. That is like some you... ethics you got there, sort of, online. What even oh, is the god. ethics code that what, I was going to say, yeah, can, can you do BDSM with the ethics code? Or? <laughs> See, I just love the idea now. It's just like, how far can you do something in a... Like, what, how what is the PG sword art online, yeah. How far can you get before the game goes, hold on a minute, you got to turn off the ethics code. <laughs> Why did the guy who programmed in a death game put in an ethics code? What kind of fucked up warped idea is that? So the kids wouldn't fuck, Mike. Unless they both turn off the ethics code. So they what? Don't accidentally fuck? So what? No head. (laughs) I mean, can you imagine if a five-year-old had gotten into this game? Just, oh. Oh, Jesus. Like, they thankfully don't explore stuff like that, but yeah, yeah, like, there's, what what happens if, like, I'm gonna let little Timmy have one of those video games he's not old enough for? Okay, I would generally assume and this is an assumption because it is obviously no way discussed, that there is some sort of age requirement to use a nerve gear in general because the helmet is whatever size. Click here to say that you are 18. No, it's more like the helmet just wouldn't fit on a five-year-old's head. They do say that it scans your entire body, which is how they know what what you look like. What they say there is, as part of the setup, you have to poke yourself all over. Yeah. Which, again, raises a very weird question where if you've got an ethics code to turn off to fuck, does that not mean you've got to poke your dick a few times? <laughs> yeah, I guess. I like got a, I mean, how, got a how fatal did... <laughs> measure your anal And I mean, how will it look to people on the outside? <laughs> like, uh, does your dick just magically get erect while you're in the middle of it? <laughs> See, the, the, the other thing is, you're just there in the hospital you... going like, what, what, no, what's I just, happening? I just love the idea that um, it's like, all right, now you need to poke your dick and someone's just like, going to poke like halfway down my leg. <laughs> See, See how big a dick it gives me? <laughs> That's just what happened to the guy with elf ears. He's like, oh, my ears are over here somewhere. Can you imagine if someone just fucked around when it did that? <laughs> someone is playing some sort of unholy abomination because... I would. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> or it's oh like... My God. Someone just put it on their dog or something to fuck around with it for that scene. Uh, why really is there an ethics code? <laughs> really fucking dumb. <laughs> like, why, why, 
Why? See, this is the defining difference, us reading this. This breaks, Phil. I laughed directly oh, at I'm, No, I'm happy this we've done hilarious. it. It took us 50 episodes, but I'm happy we've broken it. This shit's hilarious. Like, the more you think about it, Aww. the funnier it gets. And honestly, that's endless comedy. So I'm so happy with it. <laughs> uh, and hey, we get to reverse the pain on Phil for once. He's no longer the guy who's just like, yeah, say. <laughs> but why does he trap them all? <laughs> <laughs> Like, I honestly reasons, give a shit I guess. But just give him some fucking reason for doing it. Oh, Why even do it? It could be completely babbling and incoherent. It could be like, the world oh, yeah. is broken and technology has gone too far and you could, yeah. anything. Anything be yeah. fine. I, you know what, I'd be like, it's a shit reason. It's a reason. Because you kids on your phones. <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> you kids are on your phones, so I trapped you in a VR for <laughs> yeah. years. That would make some That'll form of you. sense. <laughs> Shit's funny, yo. And so it's just like, I don't know. <laughs> you, no. <laughs> that, is, that is beyond lazy writing. That's not writing. He didn't write yeah. anything. He's Lazy like, writing shit, would be because I felt like it. It's like, shit, he's supposed to have motivation. Uh, 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 he forgot it. If I just hit the enter key enough, the page scrolls down and I don't <laughs> have to write anything. They won't notice. It's fine if the world blows up and then we just cut to Kirito falling out of bed in hospital. The weirdest no thing is, you could have completely sidestepped this by just... Not having that not scene having that where they talk. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it would have still been bullshit, but it wouldn't have been, like, infuriating bullshit. Yeah. Easily. Yeah, you could have just been like, cool, they're, they're free. They escape. Oh, my God. I don't know why he did it, but... I mean, that could be a plot art, then. You could be a tie and like, I need to find this guy and ask why. What the fuck? <laughs> and then, after 50 more chapters of that, I felt like it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh. oh, dear. Well, <laughs> this has brought me so much joy. It, thank you. It, it has. So I feel I feel there's only one thing left to do at this point, which is uh, Phil. No, which... just no. <laughs> oh, go on. No, that that is my answer to all of these questions. No. <laughs> so you wouldn't not read it again, <laughs> Mike? Would you Would you read more? Would you buy Would you buy essay? Yeah. No, but less angrily than Because <laughs> legit, like, this was bad. No doubt about it, Fucking but all. it, like, I wasn't offended by it. It was just Should kind. Be. It was, it was just bad, and I'm getting some sort of enjoyment out of it, you know? Like, no, I'm no you're getting it. enjoyment out of my suffering, not out of this. Yeah, Mike well, is a fan too. of Schadenfreude, yes. Yeah, I say, I'm a, I'm a Schadenfreude kind of man, and it's like, I am enjoying Phil's pain, but I'm also enjoying just thinking about this and discussing it and like realizing how dumb it is it's like the same sort of feeling i get when i talk to people about flat earthers and what they think and stuff like their genuine beliefs and just the more i think about it the funnier it gets and that gives me so much joy because i get in this endless cycle of just laughing at it shouldn't don't don't encourage them i'm not encouraging them i'm laughing at them (laughs) you're engaging them which is encouraging but then they give me more comedy material yeah, Great. but then they believe they're right, and uh... <laughs> do they? Do they really yes. deep down believe they're right? That's a different podcast. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, so 
I would not be entirely against reading more of this. Sure, shit wouldn't buy it. Fuck no. But <laughs> there is no more of it, Mike. It's two volumes. We've read it. <laughs> well, I mean, Game it's over. all the other shit you Game can read. Quite literally over. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm not against looking more into the franchise in general. I mean, we've all watched the sure. original anime. Sure. The franchise as a whole, it helps that it's no longer the same artist, I'm sure. <laughs> yes. I can that... only imagine it improves in the arts department. Oh, yeah, I if it was the God same artist... God help it if it gets worse. <laughs> if it was the same artist, that would have tipped back over to where, no, I wouldn't, because this shit was legit hard to read. Like, just because it was so messy and it hurt my eyes, and that's not an exaggeration. So, yeah, that is really bad. But uh, I'm not against it. I'm not going to seek it out. But if you were like, let's do another Sword Art Online episode, I'd be like, all right. Wouldn't really bother me. It would bother me. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much the same for me. I'm not going to buy this. I'm not going to seek out more of the, the manga version, as it were, or the light novel version. Like, yeah, this is the worst version of this story, I think you could tell, realised by one of the worst artists we've had in the show. It, Yeah, it's just... No, I... <laughs> I'm go- like I wish because of the premise is so good, and I get why mm-hmm. it spawned an entire franchise and a genre to an extent. But this is not. The- if you want to consume Sao, don't start here. Don't buy this version. The anime does it better. Just watch the anime. Yeah, pretty much. If, if you're adamant on consuming Sao, at the very least for this first art, just just watch the anime. Yep, or just because of it, how art-based it is, just skip ahead. Just look up online, look up which arc you think sounds neat, and start from that one. And it'll probably be better than the shit show that is gonna, the art gonna say, There's probably very little that is relevant arc to art. Because it's not like you're going to get establishment on Yui's origin story in this one. She's the closest thing this has to a meta-narrative at times. So... Yeah, it's it's badly paced, it's badly written, it's badly drawn. The characters aren't really realised at all in any way. The ending is an absolute nonsense, both in the fight and then the discussion afterwards. It's just... The shrugging off. Yeah, it... Yeah, no, it... Don't. Just, like, SAO as a concept, SAO as a franchise is not terrible and irredeemable, but this this instance of this, this manga, these two volumes of this arc, is just... Nope. Just nope. Unless you're like me, who can get actual enjoyment from laughing at it, I would absolutely skip this one. <laughs> yeah, and I mean, uh, speaking of actual enjoyment from laughing at it, Mike, your Twitch streams. <laughs> oh, smooth transition, and Thanks, I hate champ. you for it. Yeah. And okay, you can locate me at twitch.tv slash berserker, B E R S E K R E R, and Twitter, B-E-R-S-E-K-R-E-R, and I'm almost certainly still playing Elden Ring by the time you hear this, most likely. You probably listen to this in like a year's time, and you're, I'm probably still playing this fucking thing. So, yep, I mean, enjoy you, that, you, I guess. You are a soul streamer, so I would expect it's some... You're probably exclusively. Be... I mean, you have, yes. have you played all of your Souls games on streams yet? Uh, all except Demon, Demon Souls. Yeah. 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 Hey. I am available at Slazer King, S-L-A-Z-O-K-I-N-G, for gacha content and discussing whatever I've just read or watched or consumed, or bemoaning how terrible the Square Enix Mario Kart game that I was 
really hoping it would be a nice little Thunder version, but it's actually just uh, Gacha Trash. Or it has the worst elements of like free-to-play Gacha Trash in it. So, yeah, boo sucks. Guess I won't get that game. Phil, buddy old pal, Mr. At Fanaxkian. Here's a chance. Here's a chance for a little bit of a tonic for you. What What's your favourite, Isakai? Oh, fuck, I don't know. Is it solo levelling? Not an Isakai. Close enough. Doubt. Is it solo levelling? <laughs> Not an Isakai. Then, then you've made your own question harder, buddy. Now you'll have to actually think of one. <laughs> uh, it's clearly, if you've not learned anything from this podcast, his favourite is Sword Art Online. Specifically, the original manga run of it. <laughs> uh, right, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, Cell World is pretty great. Cell World is pretty great. Cell World's pretty great. Let's just go with that. Same we haven't to think too hard. <clears throat> but third, Excel World isn't an Isekai. Uh, yes, it is. Yeah, they both are. No. Solo yeah. leveling is not. <laughs> yes, it is. That's solo, kind of an Isekai. Solo leveling, because Isekai isn't broadly determined in like the way Sword Art Online made it be, yeah, it's an Isekai. Is- Isekai is very specifically New World. He is not in a New World. He is in his own world. It is not an Isekai. He goes to multiple it's new tran- worlds. It's either transition or reincarnation into another world, so solo leveling does count as an Isekai. No. <laughs> I'm looking at the definition, buddy, it does. But, uh, you know, so there you go. Uh, read Excel World, that's Phil's apparently number one Isekai. Not Slime, which has actually outsold Sword Art Online, so, you know, Thank small God. mercy. I slime is good. I would also recommend Slime. It is Slime is the number two selling light level. I believe number one is Index, I think, off the top of my head. That's just, just. Harahi would have been up there. Harahi, I think, is fifth. Bear in mind, Harahi also hasn't had has had like one release in what ten years. <laughs> sure. What do you mean, Redo of a Healer is not the top selling? No. <laughs> I mean, is that even a light novel? I think that was a light novel version. Most of these things have light novel versions first. <laughs> anyway, I don't want to think about Redo of Healer ever again. So uh, look forward to that in a few episodes time when we do the second year anniversary special and I have to think of Redo of Heater again. Yeah. Woo! Oh, I'm going to have to think of this again. You are, buddy. And you know what? We've had fun doing this episode. And by we, I mean me and Mike have had fun doing this episode. So, you know what? I think some good news. Phil's going to get his wish and we're going to discuss some more Isekai. So you may remember way back at the top of the show and throughout, I've been kind of saying like, oh, we'll discuss more about the SEO anime later. Oh, we'll get to that. We'll get to that. Well, good news. Later is tomorrow. That's right. For April Fool's Day 2022, we've got a bonus episode on the very thing that propelled Isakai into the mainstream. The first season of Sword Art Online as it celebrates its 10th anniversary. We'll discuss the parts of Minecraft we didn't get to touch on, like Yui, Mizbuff, and Seneca, before delving into everyone's favourite SAO arc, Alfheim Online, aka Fairy Dance, with Leafa slash Sugar. I am so fucking excited. <laughs> we, so we did this. Dumb. <laughs> There's, there's so much more. Just bend the fucking finger. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear. And yeah, I don't, this won't affect our usual upload schedule. So there will also be another episode of this podcast in a fortnight as well, where Phil subjects us to whatever the spring anime season has in store. So basically, new episode tomorrow, Friday, April the 1st. It's Trash Anime Friends, the Sword Art Online. And then on Thursday, April 14th, Trash Manga Friends will be covering 
Shikimori's Not Just the Cutie, which we'll uh, discuss a bit more at the end of tomorrow's episode. Got it? Good. Brilliant. No. Apart from the bit where we have to rewatch SEO, that's not good. <laughs> See you tomorrow! Bye, everybody! No. No. No.